Aljo and Henry, I'm fighting the winner for the belt. It's rare when you got a, you know, a title fight coming up and no one gives a fuck. They care about who I'm fighting next. What were you doing? What was the job? I drove the short bus. No. no. That's, like, That's fire, dude. And I worked at a mentally disabled group home. One of them would in this peanut butter jar and put it up in his group. <laughs> that was uh, when I first met Danny. I was like, Mary's dumb, right? I can vividly remember having that conversation with her. And uh, now I'm married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You ever got the doorbell rung one time? Doorbell rung? Yeah, she just kind of slips in the back. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I got my ass waxed, like... baby. I go like this. She thinks it's funny, bro. I don't think it's funny at all. I ain't gay. I've had mine waxed before. It doesn't hurt. What? You don't think... I told you about this. Uh -huh. When I did that role and the director kind of me to me. Oh, God. And I think you mentioned Hank Davis. If I keep winning, that's something. A potential massive super fight that I'd be interested yeah. in. It'd be a really fun boxing match. I don't say fight. Cause... Why? Because you think that you yeah, let's make sure we're clarifying, like, there's rules, we're boxing. A fight, that's not entertaining. That's We're boxing. Imagine. <laughs> I sleep that, dude. Sugar Ali, baby. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Flagrance. And today we are joined by the great, the relentless, the inspiring Sugar Sean O'Malley. What's up, Sean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, Sugar, I've been doing some research on you because, as you probably know, I'm the greatest MMA journalist yeah. in history. Yeah, let's go. So in order to be the greatest, you have to do some research. Mm -hmm. You are really interesting. <laughs> this yet. whole thing is planned. <laughs> yeah. This whole thing is coordinated. You're like if Tom Brady and Wiz Khalifa could be an athlete. Do you know how, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, because the idea of Wiz is, like, he's just smoking all day. He's partying. He's doing whatever. But, like, I've seen Wiz in a green room, and this guy sharp. knows exactly what he's doing. He's polished. He's sharp. Business game on. And I'm looking at this fucking, um, and I'm, you know, doing a little research, and I'm seeing you're, like, analyzing your dumps. You take time. a shit, and then you have someone in the camp analyze the dump to make sure they're getting all the nutrients from the food. Yeah, that's some great journalism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dan, a guy named Dan Garner does all my, uh, reads all my, he does my blood work, stool. Yeah. My shit. Yeah. Um, we've taken hair samples, saliva, piss, everything I can do that they can fucking do the science behind and see exactly kind of what I need to be eating and what I need to be avoiding. Yeah. Causing inflammation in my body. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be the, you know, the best that I can be. And I believe if I'm the best that I can be, I can be the best to ever do it eventually. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm not cutting any corners and some, yeah, it kind of does look like I just kind of smoke weed and don't do, you know, too much stuff, but I'm doing everything right. But that's part of the art of war. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's like uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck it up. I'm actually not even gonna try to get the get it Just right. Pretend. No, no, no. You got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, you got it. Charlemagne has probably said it a million times. <laughs> but uh, uh, what is it? No, it's it's you know let your enemy think you're an idiot or something like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, because they don't know when they're going in the ring with you. That you've been analyzing them dumps, bro. Yeah, exactly. They oh, yeah. I feel like they definitely overlooked overlooked me, especially, you know, the next two guys in the in the main event this weekend or whenever Ooh. this comes out, Aljo and Henry. Hmm. I'm fighting the winner for the belt. 100%. And I feel like hmm. they're both overlooking me. They're both. It's rare when you got a, you know, a title fight coming up and no one gives a fuck. They care about who I'm fighting next. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting. You don't really see that too often. Where they're, they're literally fighting to see who gets to fight me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, I was really impressed because it's such a like all-encompassing thing, like fighting, that I imagine, this is just imagine, like you were searching for optimization, but at the same time, you're like, how do I get better at jujitsu? How do I get better at wrestling? How do I get better at all these disciplines? I don't even have time to think about my sleep or fucking journaling or all these other things that I'm reading that you're doing. And to do the outside work, 
it either takes like an extreme arrogance where you're like, I don't even need to worry about that shit. I'm gonna fuck these guys up already. How can I get it? Or there's an insecurity. It's like, I need an advantage. How can I get it? Mm. Which one is it for me? Ooh, that's pretty good. I'd say a little mixture of both, but I am i don't look at my neck. I don't look at Henry. I don't look at Aljo. It's like, I'm going to go smoke these dudes. It's going to be easy. I look at them like, these are going to be very tough fights. I need to make sure I'm doing everything right. Every little advantage I can get, you know, I'm going to take. So. At what level did that change? Which guy did you fight where you're um, like, ah, oh, it's different now. I can't mm. just smoke these guys. Well, I'd say probably I broke my foot in my second UFC fight and had a mm-hmm. two-year layoff. And in those two years, that's when I when I found uh, Dan Garner, the one that does all my nutrition and yeah. stuff. I met Brandon Harris, who does my strength and conditioning. I never really did strength and conditioning. I was just yeah. a skinny dude, and and I realized, like I need I need to put on some muscle to to grapple against these guys. When you're when you're grappling, Tim is doing most of the training, and Tim, Tim's like kind of, he he he's like. Kind of my head coach. I feel like I'm kind of my head coach in a sense where I structure my all my yeah, workouts. Fuck him, I should, yeah. like, don't give <laughs> credit. Like, no, he holds, you don't need credit. Tim holds mitts. Oh, no, he my, can do that. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's dude. That's oh wow. Yeah, look at me on Tim. And <laughs> and he'll take a bucket. If there's two chicks, he'll take the ugly one. So, wow. Listen, that's Respect. what you need, though. Yeah, yeah. That's what you need. Now, I will say this: Have you ever used his carnival connections because he grew up in a carnival <laughs> to like bring in grapplers? Like, but yeah. instead of a grappler, it's like someone who could rip a phone book in half. Like, just extreme strength. strength. Yes. Does he bring other? Retards in from the carnival for you. <laughs> yeah, again. yeah. We need a sparring partner. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, Tim. Tim. I feel like, <laughs> no, I will say I think Tim pretty much you know won me in my last fight. Like there's clips of going into the second round where he gave me very good advice and changed the course of the fight. My whole team is just so fucking solid that I believe you know everyone kind of says I have the best team. I really do believe I have one who, of the best. Who teams. builds the team for a fighter? Me. I'm like actually actually I want to go back even further. I want to go back to the beginning. You grew up in Montana. Did not see that coming. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to go to college. You decide to go to Phoenix and why Phoenix? Yeah, I didn't want to go to fucking elementary school. I remember being like <laughs> fighting that because like, it was like the half days in, in the kindergarten. I just like I hated school from day one. From kindergarten, bro. Kindergarten. Kindergarten. It's coloring, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just apps and, shit. Yeah. Apps and snacks. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, I didn't. I didn't like school in general. Uh, in high school, I loved sports: basketball, football, soccer. And I soccer, basketball, football in Come high on, school. I like soccer, on, but then I turned like eight and I was like, yeah. 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 He, he couldn't hang. He couldn't hang, vagina, he couldn't so. hang that's bro. That's what it was. The cardio wasn't nah. there. He couldn't run. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> he he took a shit. He knows how to You're an American. Let's do a PK shootout right now. I didn't, you had to get good grades to play basketball and football. What? What yeah, type yeah. of in, in gay school. shit is yeah, that? I mean, good in grades, Montana? Good grades in high school and passing, dude. Yeah. It's oh, oh, passing. Oh, yeah, 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 no yeah, pass, yeah, no yeah. play. Oh, that's <laughs> good grades. You had to show up at school. That's you had to not fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. You had yeah. to go to school to play those sports. I didn't, I didn't really like. Uh, I didn't. I didn't like school. I didn't like that stuff. So I went to kickboxing. Went to a random. We went to a kickboxing gym in Montana. In Montana. Montana kickboxing. It's very low level as far as like. You know, I, and I didn't know that at the time. So I'm fucking fighting. I'm knocking these dudes out. That guys that just absolutely suck. But I have this confidence. I build this confidence, which is really important for young fighters. Mm-hmm. I believe is to gain that confidence. So I was knocking these guys out. Um, you know, fast forward. I'm, you know, 18, and Tim invite, invites me to Arizona. That's, so Tim that's finds pretty, out about you. Yeah, Tim's from Great Falls, Montana. He's an hour away. So I didn't know him. He fought on Bellator Fight Master. It was like yep. this TV show. I'm sitting in my living room. I'm like, what the fuck? That guy's from Montana. Like, yeah, I could do great. it. I wanted to be famous, and I wanted to be rich, and I wanted to get chicks. That was my main motivation mm. growing up. What's the pussy like in Montana? Preach. Yeah. <laughs> 
You, is it, you have is to it? be able to fight to get it. That's, that's the rules. Why? Because they're like bison? No. I, <laughs> yeah. It was, you know, I was, I, started, I lost my virginity when I was 16, 16 right. to 18. I pulled. I was probably like my heydays, really. Really? Yeah. <laughs> hey. 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 Right. No, but Tim, Tim invited me. He, wa- he went down to Great Falls. He was already living in Phoenix. I had a fight. I was 18. I, I beat this kid. Tim said, hey, if you want to come and train at a real gym in, in Arizona, let me know. And uh, I hit him up like the next day. I came down to Arizona, got literally for 10 days. Every time I left practice, I was crying. Did you Hold think on. you were going to get your ass kicked like that? Or did you think I'm going to fuck not these guys think, Yeah, I didn't yeah. think so. Okay, so you're going into this gym. Are you sparring or you do, are you doing I'm that just, kickboxing shit where like everybody spars in the same room? Yeah, they. That's some weird. It's, that's, it's like, that's, you ever see like Mexicans play basketball on a pickup court? No. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's like 17 of them playing like three on three and four on seven. Like, there's no like rules. That's what kickboxing sparring looks like to me. A little bit. Now that you say, I can picture that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, I I did that when I first got down to, uh, to Phoenix. I feel like you're not picturing it enough because yeah. it's really funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're really picturing it, you're dying laughing. But yeah, you see it like you know, obviously, if like in boxing, traditional sparring is there are two dudes in the ring, yeah. everybody's around the ring waiting yeah. to get there around and whatever. But kick boxing is this group yeah it's like sweaty everyone's grunting yeah it's a sports orgy yeah yeah Yeah, it's changed it's changing a little bit i I, well growing up or coming up you have to do that you gotta kind of just get your rounds in yeah Mm. kind of probably like comedy you gotta just do it you gotta 100 yeah you gotta go beat up you gotta fucking take your lickings and uh so you got your ass kicked in that every single time kickboxing and then when it came to wrestling i didn't know how to fucking wrestle to save my life Mm. so everyone in kickboxing i would do okay i would do all right but when it came to like grappling days i had zero chance so i would leave the gym fucking crying like god damn it this is not kind of where are you sleeping guys important tour announcement i just want to say thank you guys so much for selling out all the shows in phoenix man that was crazy um gary indiana sold out uh, Temecula sold out. Reno, we just added another show. Man, so go get the tickets for that while it lasts. And of course, Calgary, uh, tickets still available for that show up there. And uh, we got some more show announcements coming very soon. So stay tuned. Once again, thank you guys so much uh, for, for getting the tickets to the show. And get them early. I see scalpers raping people for ticket prices out there. So get them early on the announce. I don't want you to get beat over the head by these scalpers. Um, and yeah, theandrewschultz.com. Thank you guys so much, man. Peace. Where are you Eagle. sleeping? Tim and I, I was staying at, the, the first time I came down here, I was staying at Tim's apartment. This fucking, yeah, and, and just shitty apartment. And it was, uh, yeah. Were there any carny creatures in there? <laughs> no, it was yeah. just Tim, so one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I, so I, I moved back. I went back to Montana. Do you think he's I was here down for 10 to days. fuck the uglier girls yes. because he's oh. like. <laughs> <laughs> Click on the draw. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Say less. He was raised with like bearded ladies and shit, so maybe it's not that bad for him. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think he just likes feeling like the man. So if like some chicks giving him a, t- the thing is, he's got a really good looking girlfriend too. So he can pull some good good looking yeah. girls. Yeah, but he will take the one that's not so good looking. For the team, he says. Yeah. But really, it's, but it's Team Tim. Yeah. He, he says, <laughs> he says it's, it's easier as if they got like a, like a fucked up mole or something. <laughs> it makes it feel like he doesn't have to like try as hard, or he makes it makes him feel more comfortable if they're like a little bit. He's like a Ross shopper, but with women exactly. instead of clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like imperfections. Yeah. That's true. Shoes. I remember yeah. when I was younger, I went down to Argentina, I couldn't get laid to save my life, and by the last night, I was looking, I was looking for a girl with like 
a small deformity that most yeah. people oh, yeah. like a shorter leg or something. No, no, finger missing. <laughs> oh, so that's good. I would like look <laughs> at girls' hands and see because if it's a pinky, nobody's gonna notice. My dick will look at least this yeah, much bigger. That's fair. Yeah, 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 and then yeah. like and but she knows yeah. that she has mm-hmm. nine fingers. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but did you find any nine fingers? No, but I found a girl that uh was fat, but she had one of those things that that <laughs> <laughs> that that's what he was grabbing. He's like one of those uh one of those dick like, things those that giant, giant, and then uh, they get hard. <laughs> So much more fun. Uh, yeah, no, no. She just had one of those like um, slims or whatever. Girls oh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so and and when when I took it off, I mean the seams were like tearing. Uh, it's like open up one of those mattresses they ship you. Yeah, this goes with our friend. <laughs> yeah, it was an insane little situation. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so uh, she still took it down. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Argent- Argentina's known <laughs> for their meat, dude. <laughs> Come on, bro. Uh, okay. So ten days. So you're Phoenix. staying with him in this decrepit apartment. Yeah. Did yeah. he dye your hair? Is that <laughs> what it was? That's where it started? He's like, welcome uh, to the carnival, dude. No, not quite, not quite. But yeah, so I went back to Montana for like probably less than a year, worked full-time, saved up $2,000, and, and packed my car and drove to Phoenix. What were you doing? What was the job? It was actually really fun. I worked at a mentally disabled group home. With, so there was eight of them. Uh, the youngest was like eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, he's like, oh, I just need more gym time. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go on the mats, baby. It was a two for one. Yeah, work, get paid, <laughs> and <laughs> Did you fuck up any of the dudes? Or no, what? I drove the short bus, though. No. no. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, something I like to tell people. Yeah. That's fire, dude. So I would drive. I would bring them to work, kind of like, peace work. out. Work? Yeah, they worked. Just like drop them off at somewhere, like. Montana is freedom, bro. Yeah, bro. So what do they, what do, they do? Uh, like I drove off like a papers? paper place. Like they just look fucking sort paper. I don't know what they actually did. I didn't go in. I dropped them off, and then yeah. I came back. I pick them up, and just kind of help them do their chores because they were. Some of them were like a little bit more. They could do some shit. Some of them really needed help. One of them would shit in this peanut butter jar and put it up in his in his roof. <laughs> That was fucked up. Yeah. Extra crunchy, dog. Yeah. I, like, oh yeah. I didn't find it, but someone else did. They're like, why is your room so like shit so bad? And they would put him up in like little tiles. He'd shit in a peanut butter jar. Turn, put it on. Fuck, put yeah, it on. That's why you started examining your shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like mostly jet. So he'd shit in a peanut butter jar, put it up in the yeah. tiles so nobody knows, and it would yeah. just stink up his room. I don't yeah, think he was found. retarded. I think he was an <laughs> evil genius. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but that was actually a really rewarding job. I really liked that. Um, but yeah, I saved up money, moved to, moved to Phoenix. Tim and I ended up getting. Can I ask you a question? How yeah. much do you make? Being like a, a yeah, a wrangler. What, I what? didn't want to say oh, yeah. it, but yeah, yeah. How do you do? Um, fuck, that was probably ten years ago. I was probably making minimum wage. I don't remember. I think I made like, I mean, you say two thousand like in a year, twelve hundred, sixteen hundred dollars a month, probably something like that. Yeah. Wow, four hundred dollars a week, something like that. To to really keep yeah. it together, yeah. yeah. Just drive the short bus. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. I was, Wow. Was underpaid. Underpaid. Yeah. 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 Great job. Yeah. Honorable job. If, if you go I, from the passengers to the driver. That's great. Yeah. 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 If I had to go to back to work right now, I'd probably go somewhere around there, though. For real. Really? Those guys, really? hanging out with those guys, like hanging out with Tim all day. It's, <laughs> it's like you feel at home. It's like Tim's. Like, uh, but yeah, moved to Phoenix. Tim and I got an apartment. So and you have 2000 bucks. That's yep, it. Yep. $2,000 saved up. Um, luckily in Montana, they really did kind of, it was like, you know, they they really supported me. There was a couple like sponsors that I could get that would pay me like a couple hundred bucks a month. And at the time, two three hundred bucks a month, I was like, "Fuck yeah, that was that's going to this bill, that's going to this bill." So I never actually had to get a job when I moved to Phoenix. I was mm. able to train twice a day, which was fucking huge. 
Right. Uh, so Tim and I got a dumpy ass apartment and I only had known Tim for those 10 days that I came down. Now we're you know moving in together. My mom did my laundry dishes, like did, I didn't know how to live on my own. And, uh, Tim had already been living on his own. So he's like, what the fuck? This kid doesn't know shit. <laughs> yeah. He's like having to tell me like, hey, dude, you got to fucking wash your bowl. Yeah, you have like, to, yeah, you just shit in the toilet, not yeah. the jars. Like, yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah pretty much. But, <laughs> so you know, there's some learning curves there. But yeah, we lived together for, for a couple of years. Um, and, and, and at the time, his goal was getting UFC too. So we were just training, living that kind of like fight, fighter. Sorry, life. there's a question from before this. When you were in high school, you said you knew you were going to be famous when between like 16 and 18, right? That was the goal. I thought you you basically had like a revelation like, oh, this is going to happen for me. Well, I actually, I feel like I was younger, even in like middle school. I remember, well, I thought I was going to be in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So I realized I was white. <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't you hate that? Yeah, I did. Uh, no, I, th- I wanted to be in the NFL. And I was super delusional. I'm from Montana. Helen, Montana. There's like 17 fucking people there. So I didn't realize like that's not realistic. Wanted to be in the NBA, re- you know, yeah. realize that's not realistic. And I start kickboxing. I was naturally pretty good at it. I was athletic. And, uh, you know, I, I do believe some people are just fucking born fighters. Some people yeah. just know how to fight. And I just, it kind of clicked for me. It's so, like, that's it. That's, that's how I'm going to, that's how I'm going to do it. Were you street fighting and stuff? Like, no, I never, I didn't, I didn't like confrontation. I didn't, I didn't like confrontation. I didn't like street fights. I avoided it. But really like I wanted to get chicks, money, and hmm. fame. Like that was really like the three things. Yeah. That's yeah. unusual. Now, now you're in Phoenix. Okay. You're living with Tim. You're learning how to be an adult. Yeah. You're doing all these things. Tim is also trying to be in the UFC. Yeah. Do you guys ever spar? No, he's he's a lot bigger. But so, just for funsies. Um, just fucking around grappling more so, like jujitsu, wrestling, yeah, but like but sparring. You never fuck him up a little bit. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wash my bull, bitch. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably opposite then. Is, really? No. Tim was always he was he was good and uh, he was cool, but he was he was Jehovah's Witness too, so he had to been. No like, way. Yeah. How do they react when they knock on the door? How does that's a good question. He's like, yo, he, what's he, up, he, dude? Yeah, 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 yeah. I see you getting after it. <laughs> yeah, 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 respect. <laughs> no, he got disfellowshipped or whatever it is. So. Or? Because he, he got out, got the gang. Stop witnessing. Yeah, yeah stop witnessing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. Did he ever try to get you in? Were you ever like, yo, let's start knocking? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> door to door. No, he, he was out at that time, but uh, yeah. Okay, so you guys are in Phoenix. It's starting to happen. You're getting a few hundred bucks from sponsors, these, these sponsors yeah. in Montana. Um, family is supportive of this. You're starting to get better, I imagine. You're starting to get the better end of these exchanges with the kickboxing guys in Phoenix. After years, like it, it, oh, I didn't really? go down and it was like, all right, I'm starting to. It was like there was years of. How work. old were you when you felt like, all right, now I'm, now I'm getting. Dude, there's still there's still guys that are like give me troubles. There's, mm-hmm. I mean, we're at such a good gym. You know, I train at Tim has his own gym in the MMA lab in Phoenix. There's guys in the UFC like there's there's still guy. I'm never. If you ever go to a gym and you're just a fucking man, you're not the wrong gym. Right. Like, mm, right. So there's still guys that give me trouble all the time. So we constantly are evolving at each other. Right. But yeah, for, there was a couple of years to where I was like kind of, I knew as long I was athletic and I could learn. I was like, if I go, yep. just keep going, keep going, keep going. I can get good. And then there, there was a time where I'm like, oh, okay, I started getting better because I took it more serious. Like yep. there was guys that would like work kind of, they would work and then go to the gym once a day. I was going twice a day and my main focus was was becoming the best I could. So, they, you know, after a couple of years, I started catching up as far as skill wise. So yeah. some people usually break down, right? When they reach a wall, right? They go, yeah. okay, I'm not good enough. I can't do it. What was the thing that made you push past that? I think it was the chicks and the money. It's like that, that <laughs> hunger, that hunger yeah. for more. Yeah. Um, Pretty girls in Phoenix too. Yeah. 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 It's true. I'm yeah. curious, what did Tim see in you that he's like, uh, even though he's getting washed in the gym, I'll still let him live with it. Yeah. Well, I think 
It's actually even before that he saw, before he saw me when I was 18 in Great Falls when he was commentating. Before that, he actually had saw, saw me when I was 16 kickboxing in Helena. We never had any conversation. I didn't know that until he said, oh, shit, I remember watching you kickbox when I was 16. And I, I, I did really good. And then 18, I knew like one thing of jujitsu, and it was like an arm bar off my back. And I had fought this college wrestler that Tim knew. He's like, oh, this guy should beat Sean. He didn't know me very well at the time or at all. And I fucking arm barred this dude. And Tim was like, damn, that wrestler. was- Yeah, I arm barred this wrestler. And Tim, at the after party thing, he's like, hey, if you want to ever come down, that's when he asked me if I want to come yeah. down. So he just offered it. He had offered a bunch of like other people too. I, he said I was the only one that like kind of took it up. Oh, cool. I was the only one that really kind of, gotcha. you know, yeah. took it to the, let's like, go let's, let's do it. I called him the next day. I'm like, when can I come now? He's like, holy shit, chill out. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Okay. So you're starting to get better. Yeah. At what point are you analyzing the fight game and going, this is what I have to do to be successful outside of just being a great fighter? Cause we know there are great fighters, but they can't sell a ticket. And their careers are kind of stagnant because of it. And sometimes they fall out. And there are guys who are great fighters that also have a personality and find a way to get people invested. You're getting your ass kicked at the gym. Are you still analyzing how to have that persona that can garner interest and money? It's a good question. It's so weird. I was so delusional when it came to like, I thought I was, because before Connor, no one had really kind of done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking I was going to be that guy. I thought I was just going to be, I thought, I don't know why. I had so no Carter idea. Carter stole your shit in a lot of ways. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say, yeah. yeah. No, I was, I, I thought I was going to get in the UFC and just be this fucking celebrity character, like celebrity athlete for whatever reason. I don't know. I didn't think I was like how, I, I knew I was knocking people out in cool, in spectacular fashion. Like I didn't know if it was going to be that, my good looks, my, <laughs> no, uh, I didn't know. I just thought I was going to be the fucking man for some reason. I, I really don't know why. Uh, but as far as like starting to kind of build a persona and like try to sell tickets and, you know, be someone that people want to care about probably was pro- probably like right before I got on the contender series when Snoop Dogg commentated. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. That, that shit kind of like he started tagging me on Instagram. And that's when I started getting a couple followers, like 5,000 followers. Like, oh, shit. And like I kind of I liked that. I was like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of like, yeah, when, it, when that started. And then do you. Is it a calculated decision to lean in? Do you start going, I have to be more vibrant, I have to be bigger, I have to do these things with my hair? Does it organically kind of happen? Because everything else in your life is incredibly specific and disciplined and it is a choice for optimization, right? Yeah. So I'm assuming the same thing is happening with your persona that's happening with your stool. <laughs> right? yeah, like you know, I'm, I'm so you're like, how can I extract the most of this? Yeah. How can I be the biggest? Yeah, it, it's funny too because I grew up. My dad was a detective, so smoking weed was like, I was terrified. Even in high school, like if my if guys were, I was like avoiding it. I wasn't around it. I thought it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was bad. So when I <laughs> when I moved when I moved to Phoenix, Tim's like, take a fucking puff. Yeah. And I did. Yeah. And I remembered like that first time I got high, I would laugh. And I'm like, this is what I was scared of. Like I just <laughs> laughing. And I'm always go, 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 go. So at night I'd smoke and I'd be like, I kind of chill out. Yeah. And I was like 19, which I don't recommend. I would, I, I'd suggest if you are going to start smoking, you haven't. Wait till you're, you know, I think you're fully developed and you're like 25, yeah. whatever, 23, 25. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't recommend, because I know some people that smoke too much weed and they're fucking, yeah. you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I started smoking weed. And then when I started smoking weed, I had always had this, like, I always thought like it was this horrible thing. 
So when I started smoking, I, I wanted to tell people like, whoa, it's not this bad thing. So I started kind of posting on my Instagram and that's, yeah, it kind of just kind of went from there. And then I really don't even smoke that much. I, <laughs> I smoke every day, like every night, I'll hit my fucking bag or a King Palm or something, I'll smoke and it'll be, you know, once at night. But people think I fucking smoke all day. Sometimes when I make funny ass videos. You don't smoke all day, just yeah. daily. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's very different. But, uh, you know, so I kind of got this persona of like, oh, I'm just a huge pothead. And that's kind of where it came from. Because when I do smoke, I'll make a funny ass video yeah. on Instagram, like for a brand deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it'll, you know, do great. And that's just what people think I do all day. Yeah. <laughs> which is which is good. Yeah. Hey, fuck it. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of people out there that smoke. Yeah. And now they're interested. And their fighter. And yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Was that yeah. the time you kind of were like fucking with different drugs too, like mushrooms and shit like that yeah, back in the day? Yeah, I, I definitely hadn't done anything like until I moved to Phoenix. And yeah, so Tim influenced me to do drugs. <laughs> so, <laughs> this guy's guy. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, we need Tim. Sick. I know. Next time I know, you come back, you gotta bring Tim. He, we, had a, he, we went out for his birthday to this country bar. We don't, yeah. we don't go out very often. Yeah. His birthday, I think he was like 32 or something. You try to fuck the mechanical bull again? Yeah, <laughs> not quite. We I mean, might as well have. Uh, uh, fuck I got like this one, sugar. Don't worry, I'll take it down for no. you. No, so we went. We brought all the boys out. I have a group of guys that I met on Xbox. Yeah, and they all moved down to Phoenix, and I, I have a house that I rent out to them, and they fucking live in that. And they're our boys for like two years now. It's funny as fuck. They're, you met them gaming. I met them gaming. Yeah, which they're game? Which game? Halo. Characters, Call of Duty. Oh, respect. They're fucking characters. Schmitty six seven. He's fucking <laughs> Brendan's his best friend. He's five foot. They're just opposite. Yeah. But there's four of them that live in this house. We take I take them out every once in a while. So we went out for Tim's birthday. Tim made some very poor decisions, and now he's sick. <laughs> yeah. So he had to stay back. Yeah. So he's, yeah, he got sick. He's, he's so congested. Oh, yeah. That's the worst. That's me immediately after I drink. Just like sinus infection. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Especially beer. If I drink beer, I wake up just congested. Probably, yeah. Wow. Allergic to it, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah probably. Like it's it. poison. Yeah. Yeah. So Tim made some bad decisions. He didn't, he couldn't make it. He comes in Friday afternoon, but I know you're going to be in Phoenix next week. Definitely yeah, want well, him to come hang. out. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I'll go bust you guys' ass in uh, some Call of Duty if y'all want. Mm. No, you won't. He's literally never played. No, you I've, won't. I've also never lost. That's, that's fair. true, though. That's, that's counterpoint. Undefeated. That yeah. Undefeated. Yeah. Call of Duty. Same. I mean, the Xbox Live <laughs> chat room is kind of the peak of friendship. Yeah, like, like that. racism. It changes when well, you go. Yeah, that's friendship. That's how you know your true friends are, right? So, like, <laughs> yeah. group chat friends. Yeah. But no, I I used well, I haven't streamed in like two months, but I used to stream for like every day, probably six, seven years, and uh, so you couldn't be too crazy on there. Yeah. Now, yeah, be careful. Now, now, okay. You start the podcast. Yep. You're doing all these things that, like, I remember talking to somebody about this. I forget who it was. I was like, oh yeah, this this kid is the next generation of athlete. Yeah. Because you're doing all the promotional things that this generation of entertainers do. Yeah. Have the podcast, have the Instagram presence, be great on social media while also doing your thing in the sport, yeah. right? But this is a choice. Like, are you sitting around with your contemporaries and you're going, yo, we should do a pod. We should, are you planning the game in the same way that we kind of try to hack the game? Yeah. I'll give Tim credit where, when the podcast, he was always kind of like, dude, let's do a podcast. Let's do a podcast. And, uh, so he kind of, we, that's why we started was the Timbo show shows. He, he was always kind of wanting to do that. And we've been doing it like consistently once a week for like five years, probably. So we've been yeah. we've been doing it for a while, and uh, it just it's easy because we all, we recap UFC fights and like yeah. so we always have something to talk about, yeah. Yeah. and then we kind of bullshit. But yeah, that so that was kind of more random. Um, 
but then like the YouTube channel, doing all the reaction videos and finding out what kind of pops and like what's working, doing that stuff, definitely planned, like growing, you know, clicks, views, essentially is money. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I definitely saw that a couple of years ago, like, and continue to build, you know, even Snapchat, YouTube, Instagram, all these platforms. Cause yeah, it, you can't fight forever. And I definitely realize that. And I want to be able to make as much money as possible to where I never have to go fucking work at that. That, that might be part of it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I know you said when you started, the motivation was money and chicks or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. It seems like if you're optimizing this much, it's, that's probably not the only motivation anymore. What is the motivation now? And now what changed? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, it's it's yes. still kind of there. Yeah, that's, it's still kind of <laughs> there. The money and the chicks. The money's kind of always... Money's freedom. Yeah, you know I don't want to. I want to be. You know I've got a little piece of this life now. I'm like, damn. If, yeah. I, if I play it right, I'll I can live this the rest of my life if I play it out right and uh, you mm. know do all that. But what's your number? What's your? Uh, I, I'm not working anymore. No. Oh. Um, and keep in mind that number will change. Yeah. Well, I remember saying it from when I was pretty young. Hundred million dollars is kind of like where I want to make. But well, I feel- you were making. Eight dollars an hour corralling retards. You were like hundred million. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stop. Yeah, hundred million. I've always been optimistic. That's a lot of corralling, dude. Yeah. Like that is like a lot. Of short so hundred million cash or hundred million yeah. investment. So you got to make two hundred to make the hundred. Yeah. That's the. I, I don't like, know if he thought about the taxes because I just looked at his do, eyes when you said taxes. that. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm on top of my taxes. Okay. Shout out my mama. She helps me make sure everything's Good. fucking in order. Beautiful. Yeah. So hundred million is just kind of like a, it's like a number where it's so far out there. That it's it's it, it's reachable. Yep. But it's also like we got to work for a long yeah. time. So I like I just like that number. Um, it's a good north star. But it will be. Yeah. It'll, it'll go. It'll go up. Think about that. I you do. got a hundred million dollars invested conservatively. You're mm. making five million a year just off of the interest of that money. You think you can live off five million a year? Mm. Pretty good. Huh? Get in there. Yeah. I think we, can do it. <laughs> we can do it. I, I I live a pretty simple life back in Peoria, Arizona. Mm. Yeah, Peoria, Westside Peoria. Yeah, you don't have to brag, dude. Yeah, I mean, you should see our fucking pod studio. What? Dude, it is in this fucking old uh, shopping mall. It's just like fucking $1,200 a month for like 5,000 square feet. <laughs> <laughs> you have a complex? Yeah. <laughs> Our gonna, place is like dumb. <laughs> Five thousand feet ain't bad. That's, that's where t- we yeah. have Tim's gym in there, and then we got our pod studio in there. But it's it's fucking Peoria, Arizona. Uh, yeah, it's it's getting there. Okay, so um, have you seen uh, the the bare knuckle fights? At I all? did. I watched it recently. Yeah. Okay. Thoughts? I wouldn't do that shit. <sighs> there was it was Eddie Alvarez said something really interesting. He's like, "This is not for the athletes." For this the is dogs. For the dogs. Yeah. Shout out Mike Perry, bro. Yo, shout out Mike. <laughs> Mike is so fucking bro. Is, yeah. bro. This guy's so fucking funny. Yeah. Another one's so entertaining. But uh and a tough dude. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I wonder if I wonder if we're just drawn to the most savage form of combat that is not murder. Yeah. <laughs> and because I remember ordering it up on my fucking phone. I think I was just finished a show or something like that. And I was just like, I just got to see what happens in this. And it lives up to it. And I'm curious, like, you you wouldn't do it? No. 100% no. Why, Why not? not? I, I like... It, uh, I like the athletic chess game of, of fighting mm. to where, like Eddie said, it's for the dog. That's just like, who's the... You know, some... I don't know. It's just... 
But didn't you have a problem with UFC when you first saw it? Yeah, didn't you think it was too brutal when I you first did. When I was like, I remember being like 10, 11, 12, something around that age group. My dad was watching fighting and I thought it was yeah. fucked up and my mom hated it too. And I wanted to watch something else on the TV. So I was like, mom, dad's watching fighting again. And my mom's <laughs> yelling at my dad, change it. But I remember, yeah, I was like, I don't understand how they can kick each other in the ribs and punch each other in the face and how that I just didn't get it as a sport which is really fucking crazy to think about now. But I remember that vividly, like telling on my dad for watching the UFC. Yeah. So <laughs> but bare knuckle, I, I just, I don't know if it's going to be as, I think it has potential to, you know, do grow, but I don't know if it's going to peak out much bigger than it is right now. It seems like all of the biggest bare knuckle matches are still kind of drafting off of UFC yeah. fame. Yeah. Right. So it's almost like uh, watching Cristiano Ronaldo, He's a soccer player. I know yeah. you don't fuck with that shit, but uh, on, but watching him play in Saudi Arabia, it's like we're still gonna watch, but it's maybe not the the peak level. But it is a fascinating thing to see because at the end of it, in the press conferences, like their hands are gone. Yeah, how many times can you fight? Like you're gonna break mm-hmm. your hand probably every fight. every single fight. Mm-hmm. And yeah. How many times can you do that? I I would you assume. Know. Six? I assume that, yeah. No, I'm <laughs> no, no, no. Like I mean, I think it happens. Like it, I think you do that. You can't break your hand 10 fucking times and yeah, then just keep fighting. Just keep doing it. I think if they get better with the branding and promotion, that grows just as big, if not bigger, than UFC. Interesting. Really? Well, think that- about how many times you open your social media and watch a fight, a street fight, how entertaining the fight <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. That's now the, a bare knuckle fight. Yeah. The broken hand thing is a good point, but what I was thinking initially is boxers probably thought about UFC. This is barbaric. There's yeah. not a chest. Yeah, remember the early days of UFC? Like, it was kind of like a sideshow. And like, also, have, they, like, I mean, they, everybody would fight everybody. Yeah, fucking mismatch, massive people would yeah, fight. Yeah, fat guys skinny guy is always fun. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. to that point, that could happen with bare knuckle 100%. boxing. But I didn't think about the broken hand thing. Yeah, you can only break your hands. So I, I'm with you. I think the genius of, of UFC, obviously it has top athletes now, but they really are curating the identities of fighters in a way that like boxing completely messed up. Yeah. It's clear that Dana came from boxing and these guys came from boxing. They're like, what's wrong with this? And I do understand that there are people that like push back and there are people that are upset about the structure of it. But at the same time, if you're willing to do what you're doing, what Izzy's doing, what Connor did, you can make unbelievable amounts of money and have unbelievable success. There's a, there is a, an organization dedicated to making you look amazing. Yeah. Cutting clips of every single thing you do in boxing. You got to do that yourself. You got to hire your video team. You got to do it. The UFC, if you knock somebody out, please believe Mm-hmm. It is on Sports Center, slow mo, fucking 8K, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So I think that is a good. Now I know it seems like I'm shilling for the UFC, but I I come from boxing where I've seen these guys who are spectacular. Maybe they don't speak English, and they don't have a fucking shot, dude. Yeah. Unless they have a team like a powerful management team that can hire those people, promote them, get them on different platforms, they don't have a fucking shot, man. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. sucks. That's what I'm saying about when I was coming up in the UFC, not necessarily getting paid like what people are like, oh, you should be making this. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm all right. They're giving me this crazy fucking platform. And and they're going to get your money. And I'm going to mm-hmm. get, yeah, exactly, I'm going to get it. And, uh, but yeah, no, I agree. UFC, Dana, those guys fucking know what they're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Bare Knuckle, they, they very well could, like, grow, but we'll see. All right, guys, let's take a break for a second. You already know what time it is because you see the lighting. It's hard dick time, Okay. Hard dick time brought to you by Blue Chew. Same active ingredients as inside Viagra Cialis, but this is the chew. This is the one that we rock with, okay? This one that you're 
up all night with, okay? Pleasure in your wife, pleasure in your side chick, pleasure in that girl that you just met. This is the pleasure pill. The ladies deserve it. They've been walking around in heels all night long. You don't think they wanna hop on their back for a second, get it blasted wide open, sticky? Yes, they do, consensually. My point is that if you want the chew, right now you're gonna get it for free, all you gotta do is pay $5 shipping. Bluechew.com, okay? Make sure you use the promo code FLAGRANT. You get your first month free. All you gotta do is $5 shipping. Do it. Let's get back to the show. All right, guys, let's take a break for a second. You know what I saw yesterday? I saw a little fender bender. I saw a car accident. I saw somebody that was not driving responsibly. And because they were not driving responsibly, potentially hurt someone else. Hmm. Hmm. Do you know what that person could be entitled to? Plenty of money and damages, okay? You could be that person too. I hope you're not involved in some accident in the future, not only a car accident, it could be any type of accident. I really genuinely hope you're not. But if someone else's irresponsibility costs you time, costs you money, you could be able to make that money back. And you know who's gonna help you do that potentially? It's Morgan & Morgan. Morgan & Morgan is America's largest injury law firm. They have over 100 offices nationwide and more than 800 lawyers with over $15 billion recovered for clients. Morgan & Morgan has a proven track record of fighting to get you full and fair compensation. Listen, submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan is so easy, it's more like using an app. If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan & Morgan. Their fee is free unless they win. Think about that. You're not paying them unless you win. For more information, just go to forthepeople.com slash flagrant or dial pound law. That's pound 529 from your cell phone. That is F-O-R thepeople.com slash flagrant or pound law, pound 529 from your cell. Now let's get back to the show. But you mentioned boxing before that like you like boxing a little and you've done a little bit. And I think you mentioned like Tank Davis yeah. before was not, <laughs> you said he wasn't a pay-per-view draw. But now, after the fight, do you think that's changed a little? So I don't think he... I think the reason they did big pay-per-views, obviously, because it was Ryan Garcia and Javon. It was a big... Yeah. Both both semi-big names. I think Ryan might have been a little bit bigger of a name. Um, but yeah, that fight might have put him over the top to where he's like, he, he could be that guy for yeah. boxing. Um, and I've been saying it for years. I would love to... Connor fought Floyd. I was fucking all about it. I watched every time they did a press conference. Yeah. I was all... I loved it. I loved how massive that was. And I've always wanted to be a part of something like that. And me versus Gervonta, if... I keep winning. I'm the champ. I got to be the champ, potentially the double champ, and he's got to continue to win and be undefeated and be great in his sport for the next five years. That's something—a potential massive super fight that I'll be interested. Yeah, in. and you like yeah. that one? I, I do. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, Javon. Now, I mean, he's good. He's fucking really good. He's really. Good. I mean, yeah, buddy. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. What's going on here? <laughs> but that's how people. This are, is your brain, man. That's what people were saying when I was 18, saying I was gonna be in the UFC. What are you fucking? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's no, what they said with Yon. So mm. that's what they, they said, said the with Yon. So when I when people say that, it doesn't. I'm like, it doesn't. It doesn't really affect me. It doesn't really. I like that. I like when people. Doubt that's motivation. Me. I loved when people were. I well, watched you're welcome. When I'm on. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write you the check. Uh, I, I, I remember being on the treadmill. You know, every time I was doing my sprints, watching the same videos of people saying, like, Peter was, what, what are we doing here? Why is Sean? He's ranked number 11, fighting the number one guy. Peter's going to kill him. This isn't, you know, I, I like seeing that. I thought, that, I thought that was their sink or swim fight for you. Yeah. I, I thought the UFC sat down there like, let's see if this kid actually got it. Well, I was telling UFC, I'm like, I want this fight. I've been asking for that fight for a while. Oh, really? So I've been asking for a big fight for a while. UFC's doing their thing, and, uh, you know, they're very smart. Sean Shelby's a smart guy. 
What what surprised you about Jan? Um, I don't know if any. He, he shot more than he, I thought he was going to, but I do think that was just because I was. Yeah, I, think, I, I think I was longer than he thought I was going to be, a little bit yeah. faster than uh, he thought I was going to be. And, and good I distance management. Yeah, I don't think part. he was planning on on that. I thought he was going to out. I thought I think he thought he was going to come, come in there, get inside, and, and piece me up. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he did shoot more than I thought he was going to. Unlike someone like Aljo or Henry, I'd plan on them kind of shooting more. So he shot more than I thought he was going to. That surprised me. He, he's uh, he has a really good body kick from opposite stance. So if I'm southpaw and he's orthodox, he has a really quick body kick, no load up. He landed yeah. that a couple times. Mm. Um, just tough little fucking Russian. It was just so cool to be <laughs> Bro, in there with that dude. He, I remember watching him earlier, and I was like, "This is the best striker in the yeah. uh, in the UFC." I really thought that. Yeah, and. Um, I just thought that his ability, his ability to like manage distance was brilliant. And again, I'm coming into UFC from like boxing. Like yeah, I love yeah. like lifelong boxing fan. I remember seeing him. I'm like, this guy's not long. He's got these kind of short little yeah. arms, short little body, but his ability to get in and out and manage that distance. And I remember seeing that even the first round, I remember going, oh, he, he took these big looping right and left hands. Yeah. You see that? Yeah. And it was missing both. And I think after that, he's like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to touch this yeah. guy. Yeah. And he was going into the danger zone, and then you fucking caught yeah. him. We both we caught each other at the, like. Right That's right. The, he clipped you too. Yeah, that was the hardest I've ever been hit. And rewatching it now, like when they do the slow mo, like that hit me flush, perfect shot. Yeah, and I ate that, and and that was it was all within like a minute because I rocked him, mm. uh, and he he recovered nicely. I actually dropped him at one point, nothing crazy, but it kind of dropped him to his knees, uh, and then he cracked me back. Just like that minute from the first minute in the second round was fucking just so fun to watch watch it so many yeah. times bro that's a scary thing to find out when you're a fighter though <sighs> that you have a beard yeah it, it because i've never been hit like that i didn't know mm. i mean i've been hitting the gym pretty hard i've been cracked i've been like okay i can take a shot did I'm it intimidate you when you went back to your corner like fuck that was a good it's one. all kind of a blur you kind of almost black out in a sense especially after you get hit like the whole fight in general even if you go in there and don't get hit it's kind of like a weird like fog of memory mm-hmm. but after getting cracked like that Getting concussed. I mean, basically got knocked out without getting knocked out. Yeah. And uh, so it was all kind of a blur. But I, I don't remember like going into the third round. So after after he rocked me, he took me down and like kind of ended on my back in the second round, where I think I kind of recovered. So going into that third round, I still felt pretty sharp and felt good. But yeah, landing the knee. Mm, feels that felt good. Cutting yeah. him open like that. I mean, <sighs> I threw a second Ginsu. knee. Oh, I threw a second knee that fucking what about took his head off. Mm. Shortly after that, he was up against the fence. I threw a combo with a knee right up the middle, and it went right by yeah. his head. That one would that would put lands, his lights out. out. That would have put his lights out. Oh, that would, for yeah. the highlight, bro. No. That, that, <laughs> this one's for Henry, though. I got. I'm saving that one for Henry. Really? Uh, yeah. So you think you okay? So let's say you have a guy like Henry, yeah. right? Do you think Henry beats Aljo? Yeah. What do you think about this fight? I've been going back and forth. I've been going back and forth. I'd like to Aljo fight Henry. Next. Fucking yeah, good. Aljo is really good, yeah. man. But it, I mean, potentially cutting too much weight. He, he's a, he's he, a big he got guy. big. He got big. He's a, he's a big fucking guy. So he's a beefcake too. Either, that body is yeah, incredible. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm jealous. Yeah, I'm like, same though. <laughs> but I'm also almost six foot, and he's not. So it's like this is true. Yeah. And then Henry's like literally five four. This dude's fucking. Not big, but he's, he's thick. <laughs> but Aljo, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if Aljo's going to cut too much weight and it's going to affect him. Um, but even if it, even if he goes out there and gets the job done against Henry, we're, he's you got to turn around. We're fighting. We're fighting shortly after that, so he's going to have to cut weight again. Hmm. So he's got to stay ready because I, I, I fought last fight was October. 
So, so you, you know, I'm ready to go. go. It's it's yeah. you know September or August September, one of those you know months we're we're getting it on. Yeah. So he's gonna have to fight, and then cut weight again in a couple months. So what do you think happens this weekend? I'd like Henry to win because I'd rather I'd, I'd rather fight Henry. And I, why 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 do you prefer? Henry? I just I I've wanted to fight Henry for a long time a before play? he retired, and I do believe you know if Henry goes out there and beats Aljo, he's considered one of the goats because that would be. What did he get? His first belt at one... He got 35, then he went down to... Or no, he got it at 25, 25 went up to 35. 35. Retired, yeah. would come back, get the belt again, and, you know, he'd be, you know, top three combat athletes of all time. 100%. And I go out there and beat him. Oof. It just puts me on the top. Time. People be so mad. They'd be so mad. Big time. Okay, so let's assume, which I don't think it is going to go this way, but let's assume that Henry wins. You're fighting a guy who has... Wrestling, I mean, the top of the top. Yeah. Right? This is not your strength. I'll take him down, though. I could. Okay. Hey, fighting's okay. a different sport. Okay, okay. Yeah. a different sport. Talk to I me like here. It. You said you only strike in camp, right? Like, I, I mean, a lot of it is, is I only, groundwork. I only, yeah, I only pretty much. That's that art of war I just grapple. Yeah. this motherfucker. Hey, Dude, watch I can me put him right on his now? back. Yeah. Watch me put him on his back. Okay, so you're taking I Henry could, down. If I wanted to. In a fight. Not in wrestling. Not straight wrestling. In a fight. You're telling me I cracked this dude and he doesn't know where he's at and I oh, fucking slipped behind him yeah. and now he's on his back and like, God damn it, this guy took me down. <laughs> I could lose the fight at that point and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be able to sleep at night. That little fucker will be so mad. So that's a huge deal for wrestlers, huh? Like oh, yeah. Being taken down. Oh, yeah. Especially by me. Yeah, yeah. Colorful hair, like tall, skinny, don't like me. You know what? He called me a fake American. Wait, why? Yes. You're from Montana. Bro, he... Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't get more. American. I don't think he meant to. Yeah, you're that. a real make America great again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he called me a fake American the other day. Why? And he named his. I don't want. I don't like bringing families and shit into this. But he named his daughter America. And you guys don't got to say nothing on that. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this dude's from Mexico. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? So. So you're taking him down. If I want. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, so, but you think you win that fight by just outpointing him? I, I think I, I could, I could catch, catch Henry. I could sleep him. He, yeah. he's just, he's gonna have to get inside. He's gonna have. How's he gonna, to, to gonna take, take me down? Yeah. Without getting inside, getting in my legs. Yeah. You're gonna eat a knee up the middle. I, I, I've knocked a lot of short people out. You thought I was gonna say Mexicans, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but Mexicans. <laughs> no, honestly, Sam that's why I went to Phoenix. I get it now. <laughs> no, Mexicans, I will give them that. They are fucking hard tough, to put man. out, dude. Tough. They have them chins on them, but yeah. the real Mexicans, I don't Warriors. you know what I mean. Yeah. So I think he's gonna, his is gonna be a little weaker. Yeah. And he's been out. He's you know, he's 36. He's been you're out the game. You're calling him not a real Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> you're throwing you know? it back. Well, I'm, I mean, you fuck, yeah. <laughs> talk that shit. Boy, talk I, that I shit. I think it's like social media already doesn't like this guy. He's fucking cringy. Yeah. And he tries to play it off. He tries to like play into it and almost makes it worse. Uh, and then just the way he talks. And he used to be like God guy. Like but pr a little bit. Like when first got in the UFC, he was all about God. And then kind of switched over to where he would kind of stop because he realized people were like, yeah, they like, quit with that. Yeah, yeah. Not, that's not it. So he switched over from that, and now he's just this, and just, it's not a good look. People <laughs> need, people want to see Henry get slapped by me. And then if Aljo wins, if Aljo wins, same thing. We're fighting uh, in September, August. He better be ready to cut weight again. I know he likes to, you know, get big, 
because he's saying he wants me next and then wants to move up to 45. But he also is going out there and saying he might just go up to 45 after this fight. So if he goes up, you would fight Marab? Or Marab or Corey would be my guess. Dude, the fight between you and Corey yeah. Yeah. would be That's big. so fun. Yeah, Corey's fucking good. He's, he's very really good. good. Yeah. Um, just stylistically, you yeah. guys are really interesting strikers. Similar but different strikers. Very, yeah. I think yeah. very different. I mean, you have, I think, similar IQ, but in the way that it's approached, like, very different. Yeah. I mean, that would be so much fun. fun. Just from, like, a super fight fan, yeah. striking IQ perspective. We'll fight eventually. You know, he, he's going to stick around the top. That dude's good. He's, he's, he's in it. He's not fucking around on the yeah. outside. He's in it. I'm in it. So we're going to fight regardless whether it's next, two fights, three fights. Like, we'll, we'll fight. Um, and that's going to be, a, yeah, that'll be a big, okay. Thing. And then what about, uh, one more time? This is, this could arguably be battle of the best dressed guy in the UFC. <laughs> you rematch with Cheeto. <laughs> Dude, he's saying, yo, Cheeto's one of the best dressed guys in the UFC. I mean, I honestly, Bro. Cheeto might be the best dressed guy in the no. UFC. I'm not pull playing. Up, pull up. Yo, I, yo, yo, the you're, swag. I know you're a comedian. So I don't know if you're trying to be the swag is no, crazy on Cheeto. Right now, to fit his Come on. But I, I said yeah, it's yeah. battle. His yeah, march, not even close. Dude. Not, dude, Cheeto. Look, he's wearing yellow short. No, <laughs> in the ring. Uh -huh, we gotta, no, we gotta Cheeto fight. is dripped. It, mm. I'm telling I, you, I don't, I don't got nothing against Cheeto. We, we're we're going to have a sweet a sweet fight in the future. You um, think you you get the belt first and then that happens? Yeah, yeah, of course. And he look at this guy. What do you mean he's fucking? He looks like he's going to church. Look right there. I get you. See, that's a motherfucker I can dress. Nah, nah, nah. The White Coast fire, bro. No, yeah, Cheeto and I are going to have a sweet fight. It's going to be a great rematch. Um, the first fight, obviously, played out the way it played out, and uh, I I'm excited. I think that just builds for a massive fight, yes. which which works out because, I, you know, I, I claim to be undefeated. People fucking lost their minds when I came out. I was like, <laughs> I didn't lose that fight. Keep doing that. That wasn't a fucking I – di I didn't lose that fight because he was better than me. Skill wise, a freak accident happened. The, he kicked me in this perennial nerve. My foot rolled like seven times. That has yeah. happened to a bunch of guys. I would yeah. say a bunch. That's my. That's my. That's my. Uh, that's that my. Izzy against the yeah. Pereira fight. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. It, it was different. I think his was more like an actual calf kick to where this this calf goes numb. The the muscle goes numb. This oh. was a. There's a little nerve somewhere in your fucking knee. Yeah. Like if you hit it, my foot. I couldn't. I couldn't flex it. I couldn't yeah. do this. So I was rolling my ankle like seven times. Yeah. While piecing him up, I was still. Oh, it actually, happened to Henry in a fight. It did. Yeah. And against, his came back. Uh, Demetrius. Yes, I mean, Demetrius yeah. Johnson. Yeah. Mm. But I've seen this happen a few times. So I guess there is a nerve yeah. in the knee that perennial controls nerve. the perennial nerve. Is that nerve? strategic? Yeah. Like are people trying to hit that? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, why that motherfucker hasn't done it again? Uh, why didn't he kick Jose Aldo? Why did he let Jose Aldo beat him? Why didn't he kick him in the nerve? Why has he never done that kick again? That's what I'm saying. And the UFC, how many thousands of kicks? How many times they kick that nerve? Very rarely. Very rarely does that nerve get kicked. That was my defense. I'm like, this shit was fucking a fluke. You guys call it what you want. Uh, I'll get that fight back. I'm excited for that fight. There's a lot of big fights. Me versus anybody in the in the division is a big fight, which is exciting for me. Mm. Um, and and the bantamweight division is the best division in the UFC right now, mm. hands down. In my humble opinion, is there is there any plan? What's the highest you could go up? Um, one forty five, one fifty five. You're getting up there with some big bastards. Like there, you're getting up there with some big boys. Um, How tall are you? Five eleven, six foot. Sometimes That's the thing, you have a frame. <laughs> you get the lips going. I'm five eight sometimes. <laughs> yeah, what do you walk or walk around? Um, one fifty eight. 
158. Yeah, and I eat clean all year round. I eat a pretty clean diet all year round. If I if I want to start lifting, bulking up, eating yeah. more, I get up to I, I feel like I put on some weight pretty easily. Mm. So it's not that hard for you to get down to 135. Um, it's not easy. It's fucking not easy. It takes you know I'll diet hard like I diet year round as far as like eating clean. Yeah, but I can eat a little bit more. But ten weeks out. From fight day, I'm, I'm dialing it in, eating a little bit, watching my calorie intake more. So it does take a level of discipline that is not easy to make weight. What's the week before the fight like diet-wise for you? When are you taking off those last yeah, like uh, painful four pounds? Oh, the last painful four? So I'll, I'll, cut, I'll probably be like 152 going into fight week. for for. So I'll cut down from... Water load, two gallons, two gallons, two gallons, cut water. Um, I've, I've got it fucking down. Dan Garner writes me up a meal plan. I eat it, drink the water, just do it, and it comes off. I just trust the process. Really? Yeah. Has there ever been a situation where you're like one pound over or something like that, and you just have to put on the sweatsuit or uh, jerk off like Izzy? Oh, yeah, Izzy. <laughs> I've tried that at night. I'm like, God. You found out how much help. your load weighs? Yeah. It doesn't really affect the scale as much. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's, I mean, every time it's just like, get these last fucking couple pounds off. When that, when you're recovering after cutting 17 pounds the week of the fight, hmm. a lot of this was made, uh, there's a lot of people talking about Ryan Garcia and the rehydration, rehydration clause, et cetera. Uh, like how, how much time do you really need to get back to normal after, after the weigh-in? Cause the weigh-in is the day before in the morning usually. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Are you by that evening good to go? As far as physically? Yeah. um, No, you'll fucking, you're stuck. You're you're definitely, so I'll weigh in at 136, 135 next fight championship weight. Yeah. Um, I'll be up to 158 that night. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So 13 pounds comes on. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll be, or no, 20. 23. 23. Oh, 50. 136 to 135 to 150. 23 that, that pounds night. in one day. How the fuck is that From, even it, You're just, it's just water, food. Yeah, a lot of hydrogen, a lot of water. Lots of liquids uh, and carbs and eating good. Um, but the day, the actual time, you know, then you shit a couple times. And then you, you know, that the day I walk into the cage around 154, 153. Wow. So, but that night you're at a full big, week. Yeah. yeah. How much Whoa. is... A lot of guys, normal. I would say that's probably normal. But I, for, for a guy. yeah, I've heard, I've heard, sorry, I've heard about this, but like, and I'm trying to understand, is it simply just your body bloating because it's been so deprived with water? I think a lot of it's the liquids. Yeah. You don't, I mean, when you're on scale, you could give a fuck less about any food. You just want water. Your lips are dry. You can hardly talk. Your voice is raspy. You're just like, you just want water. And you, and yeah, and you're supposed to drink, you know, rehydrate quite a bit. So I think that's kind of where here's where I, my brain is struggling. Is 16 ounces is a pound. Yeah. So a 16 ounce bottle of water is a pound. Are you doing 23 of those? Like, I mean, it's an astro, It's like seven gallons of water, whatever the fuck. That what is. is eight eight pounds for a gallon? Is that what it is? Something like that. Something like that. And I think it's four. Uh, is it eight? I don't know. <laughs> Mask. Yeah, I think it might be. Yeah, it might be. Gotta ask Gardner about that. Yeah. So, <laughs> how much yeah. water do you consume before weigh-ins? Like before weigh-ins, yeah. zero. Well, yeah, when but are you like, cutting no, out? Yeah, when, yeah, when do you, you stop, stop eating? Oh, stop drinking? Um, so Thursday, which is today, right now. Yeah. So those guys are probably sipping minimal water. 
Like if you have to drink some water, you will. They're gonna, there's a press conference today, Thursday. They got a press conference, so I'll, I'll I would do some coffee, just a little bit of caffeine, get me trying to spit some shit on the mic a little bit, a little bit of water, but not too much, because you know you're gonna have to go cut that weight tonight. So Thursday nights where you're gonna cut the majority of the weight, eight, nine, ten pounds, and then in the morning, some you know everyone does it different. Some people cut it all tonight, and then you don't sleep. You will not fucking sleep. Mm. Really? Thursday night? No. Why? But what's that? Why? Just because you're you're fucking hungry, you're thirsty, your body's just like in starvation mode. You're kind of, you're kind of freaking out. I always talk to my body. I let them know, like kind of almost like a spiritual thing. Like, hey, we're cutting weight, trying to like we're we all right. Like also you're, meditation shit. Kind yeah, of? it's scary. It gets scary to a point. Like when you're cutting those last few pounds, it's fucking. You feel like you're dying. Mm. Yeah, it's terrifying. Mm. Like if you've never done it before, it's like a scary feeling. Your heart rate's going real high. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I'll cut most of the weight tonight, and then I'll wake up in the morning, cut three, four pounds, so I can sleep a little bit. Whoa! And do you do oh. weed at all in there? No, I, I cut weed out um, mostly like three weeks out. Yeah, yeah. You get those munchies going, bro. That's a wrap. Yeah, it's really it's honestly like a big reason too. It's you can't snack. Yeah, that Taco Bell those. commercial comes up. You're like, oh, I'm about to throw it all away, bro. Right? Yeah. Gordita <laughs> crunch. Right. Time. Little beefy five layer. Yeah. Oh, that's the order every time. Used respect. to be. Yeah. So, so, they, so you have to go in Thursday night, entertain at a press conference. Ridiculous. While you're dying. dying. Yeah. All of everyone up there. See, I mean, like you see everyone up there cutting weight. Besides the heavyweights, they don't got to. But yeah, everyone's cutting weight up there Thursday. I never thought about that. I mean, like, I know when I'm hungry. My brain doesn't function well. Yeah. And me being hungry means I didn't eat in four hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I can't imagine having zingers, being entertaining, calling people out yeah. when the only thing you're thinking of is water and they place a jug of it yep. in front of you Monster on the table right there. Right there. And you can sip it a little bit, but you just know you're going to have to cut more. Anything you yeah. put in? It's yeah. going to be more painful later. Yeah. And what's the best form of cutting for you? Like, uh, like what type of exercise? Oh, the hot tub? Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll work out. I'll get a sweatsuit on first, work out, hit me. It's pretty light at that point. You don't fucking, the last thing you want to do is work out. So yeah. you can, you kind of like move around, just get a sweat going for like 20, 30 minutes, ride the bike, get a sweat going, and then go sit in the hot tub. Sauna. So so what is the idea with the hot tub? It's just you're, hot. you're just perspiring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 first part. You're so it's just perspiration. Fuck you're just sweating. sweating. Yeah. You'll do three, <laughs> two, three minute, uh, two, three, 15 minute, rotations check your weight see where you're at kind of go from there oh it's wow. fucked i don't know why like if i so if i naturally fought at my weight weight cuts i'd be a 55er right i'm walking around 56 57 i would fight at 155 if i decided to do that i'm gonna fight i'm gonna fight guys like justin gaethje like, who are nah, walking around at 180 yeah yeah i'm gonna fight islam makashev or something like yeah. charles Oliveira. like yeah. that ain't fucking i ain't doing that <laughs> so if I, uh, you don't really have a choice i go down i could i feel like i could have success at fighting at 145 yeah. right now yeah i feel like my best chance of becoming champs at 135 right now that's obviously why i'm doing it yeah but i, I have the build and the skills to fight and compete at 145 who's who's 145 Pound for pound. Alexander Volkanov. Oh, Volk, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, Volk fighting. He's a motherfucker. Dude, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, Dude. craziest cardio I've ever... I mean, him yeah. versus Islam, him him versus... Dude, him exhausting Islam, ending the fight on top. Crazy. I don't know why they didn't run that right back. I think he wins that easy. I mean, I'm a huge Max Holloway fan, yeah. but seeing the way that Volk adjusted from the first to the third yeah. fight... Go crazy. Yeah. Go, yeah. Are they protecting Islam? I don't know if they're—I think Yair just won the belt that same night. Hey, Yair deserves it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, like, the big money, the big attention fight is Volk 
versus Islam. Oh. And it's undecided. Yeah, I mean, I, depending on how much interest is there, I think you can't hold up both divisions, 55 and 45, and redo it. Uh, I think you got to do something with the 45. Yeah, you're just won the belt the same night Yeah, as an interim champ. So if he goes and defends that belt, it's like then Alex isn't really champ. Mm. Alex probably wants to stay champ. Yeah. So he's got he's to gotta do it, but they yeah. could run that back. Yeah, that's wild. And so would, Yeah, so if you come up to 45. All right, boys. You know, it could be kind of fun, you against Yair at 45. Yeah, those are definitely possibilities. Like, I mean, he's not—he he probably does weigh five, six. I might be 10 pounds bigger, but that's because I'm maintaining my weight right now. I'm trying to maintain this weight so I can fight at 35. That's definitely an interesting fight in the future. Yair's a motherfucker, too. Yeah. 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 Now, something that you mentioned in your camps that you always, like, stress, I feel like, more than other fighters is sleep and cold plunging specifically. Yeah. You're just like yo, those like you were you were an OG cold plunger yeah. before it became a trend. Yeah, is that still still the same regiment? Yeah, yeah. I, I got the cold plunge. I, I've probably been cold plunging five six years now, so it's like I feel like there's multiple trends, but now it's just like everyone fucking I cold plunge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've been the old freezer chest, plug it in, fill it up with water, getting in that, and like doing that religiously every night is is a big part of. It used to just kind of be like part of camp, but it's really just part of my life now. Yeah. Um, like even on the road and shit, you're like... On the road, it's hard. You know, it's hard to... You can't really cold plunge. Yeah. But at, but at home, it's like fucking, yeah, 100%. And then sleeping, fucking sleep's the number one performance-enhancing anything there is. Sleep I like is that. Sleep is the number one thing. You could fucking have two really good training sessions in the day. Go home and not sleep for shit. You're gonna be those training sessions. This might be more art of worship, bro. This is like stoner fighter mentality. You're like, <laughs> you're like dude, you know what? I like sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> I remember seeing a LeBron clip where someone asked him about his sleep, and he was like, "I well, I've slept from twelve to eight last night. Then I got up, had breakfast from eight to eight thirty. Then I slept again until twelve thirty. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, sleeping is the, is a fucking superpower. And I, I I learned all these healthy habits to become a really good fighter. And I realized I'm like, this is just how to be like a healthy human. Like, yeah. This is just what you need for anxiety. People are like, I'm anxious. Like, well, you're fucking staring at your phone at eleven thirty. Like, I can't fucking sleep. I, I'm like, <laughs> That's me. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, there, there's answers to all these problems, and people are just. You know, don't yeah. want to do the How solution. would you suggest Akash? Yeah, you got to fix him, bro. Akash has huge sleeping issues. Yeah. I can fix that shit, I feel like. All right, let's go. I'm like a life yeah. coach. Let's go. Hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, a lot of it's ca uh, caffeine intake. You know, caffeine has like a half, half life of eight hours or something. So you drink 200 milligrams of caffeine at noon. In eight hours, you still have, you know, 100, 100 milligrams. milligrams in the system. So the caffeine has a pretty high... Uh, half life, so you gotta be careful with when you when you're consuming caffeine. Um, blue light, fucking watching shit all all night. It's not gonna fucking help. I go yellow light. I have the blue light basically off of my iPhone. You can like set hours. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's on from like. You 12 think that does anything? I think seven. it could help. I, but that's I, what I don't. But if I you're just watching any light <laughs> talk for four hours. Yeah, exactly. Blue it, light, it's so. yellow though. It's not yeah. bad. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. dude, I tried the same shit. I, I know. I don't. I think it's bullshit. Just make the screen look. The dumb. blue light yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I convince myself, and then when I don't sleep the next morning, I'm like, you're a fucking retard. This doesn't mean anything. But at night, I'm like, well, you got to read ESPN.com. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, preparing for sleep is a real thing. Like, you know, that's where the cold plunge kind of comes in. It's like a meditation. Go outside, chill for 10 minutes. You guys can't really. I mean, it's different in New York. Peoria is, you know, a different world. It's like a, two different fucking worlds. Here would be hard. Like, I feel like there's just a level of anxiety in New York. 100%. That's just like yeah. a baseline 100%. higher than other yeah. places. And they convince themselves it's good. It's really fucking it's, 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 it's not, it's not healthy, baby. but it's good. Because it makes you go. 
Like, like there's no like relaxation. About, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You won't go. Like, I mean that. Like you walk that, in, you like you. You were here. You feel the energy. You're like, I need to do things. Go I need to go. It is. Yeah. Go. yeah. I felt that when I was walking around today. I was like, God, there's just this buzz around. Yeah. Here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I do like. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's raining like today. It. Yeah. I like Think that. about that. The People buzz is just streets. anxiety. Yeah. It's like, yes, you're right. You're right. You gotta go because everybody around you is anxious, and you're like, I gotta do something. Everyone has a legal meth addiction in New York. No one talks about that. Everyone's like, dude, the middle of the country, there's meth everywhere. It's like everyone's on fucking Adderall. Yeah, that's like, what y'all need to make it here. We don't need that. I know, yeah. <laughs> like I wake up and this we is just on anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wake up, grab our chest. If you go to Florida, like so much meth. Yeah. Like, dude. Good inhale of anxiety. What about yeah. you wake Diet. up? Dieting? Yeah, like what are foods you stay away from? Um, so I that's I get tested probably two, three times a year. I get all my tests because stuff can change. There was a time where I wasn't eating eggs because you know what I'm I'm listening to the smarter guys. I'm yeah. just repeating kind of what they say. There was stuff that was causing inflammation, uh, eggs. So there was a point where I wasn't eating eggs in my diet. Speaking of, I got six chickens the other day. No way. Yeah. Fire. I'm a farmer, dude. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's thought actually been really fun. you talking about the hoes. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because I always wanted a lot of chicks. And my yeah. girl, I, I've, I've had a girl for like eight years. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. And I've always wanted a lot of chicks. And she's yeah. like, well. Kind of got, got your you. dream. <laughs> kind of got your dream. But she lets you get yeah, some yeah, stuff yeah, on the yeah. side, right? Yeah, oh, I mean, word? I would say let because it's like she doesn't necessarily have that, you know. I've always been like, hey, I'm my own person. Yeah. You know, when I first met Danny, I'm like, hey, I don't get, like, marriage. Like, marriage is stupid. and Just, like, the concept of it. Fucking one chick for the rest of your life. Stupid. I don't like that. <laughs> um, so that was, like, one of our first conversations we ever had when I met her. Like, yeah. we weren't even, like, talking like we were liking each other. I don't remember why, but I was like, yeah. marriage is dumb, right? It's funny because I can vividly remember having that conversation with her. And, uh, and now I'm like, married. That'll get you. Legally. Legally. But, but, uh, but yeah, go back to that. Yeah, yeah, uh, but, yeah. The, but, the, but the side. She, yeah. What's the deal with the side? Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm in New York. If hot chicks, like, hey, I want to fucking suck you. Yeah. I'm not going to say no. <laughs> and it, I know you're not. <laughs> that's, that's the issue. We're not asking you how you handle it. Oh. <laughs> Ask you how you manage uh, her realization. That I think that the real. Happen. I think the reason that works for us is because I treat her truly like a queen. I, I really do take care of her, and and I obviously Kings has I pussy. That is, exactly. that is a good point. I provide for her not just financially, but like emotionally. Like we still have great sex. I think that's important for you know guys. Like I want to fuck other chicks. Like when was the last time you fucked your girl good? Like well, it's been a while. you know. So we have good sex. We we cuddle. We have we're. we're like, I stay there every night. I sleep there every night, every morning. It's not like, oh, am I coming home tonight? Mm. Like, I live a very strict lifestyle. She's a part of it. And, and uh, you know, I think it works because there's rare times people think I'm fucking chicks all the time. It's not like that. Mm. It's it's the random, okay, hey, I'm in fucking New York. Like, if I want to hook up with a chick and it's not going to be a big deal, you got to be safe. You got to be, you know, wear protection. Yeah. I want to, you know. He's so putting it, out the bat signal right now. You yeah. see that? Yeah. 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 Are we live right now? I'm in New uh, I think it works because I do treat her the way she deserves to be treated, and I wouldn't even be in this position without her because she's literally like my like ride or die, dude, the rock. She's my rock, and she keeps me super. I would be so much more distracted with trying to get chicks if I didn't have the life I have right now with her. And I and I tell her like I want to be with. Like, we have a baby. I want to be with you. You know, forever is a long word or big word, but <laughs> I want to be with you until until we don't want to be with each other. I can't see that really ever happening. Yeah. But I do like to say, like, I plan on being with you. I want to have more kids with you. Like, mm -hmm. I, I love you. I truly love you. 
I'm a horny motherfucker. <laughs> That's what? honest conversations how it goes. I let her know how guys think. Most Do you ever tell her about about like if she, she I, I if you fuck story. something crazy? Oh go go. I got a funny story. Yeah. I was at this sign uh picture autograph signing picture thing in Houston once. And I was mm. just sharing like the people would tag me and I'd share it on my because I think it's cool. They think it's cool. Fans think it's cool if you share it on your own shit. Yeah. So I was sharing a bunch, a cute girl. I didn't really think anything of it at the time. I was like, oh, she's cute. And uh, which is rare. Usually I'm on it. Like, hey, what's up? But I wasn't. <laughs> and Danny, Danny messaged me. And she's like, yo, you should try to smash. My girl messaged Whoa. me that. Wow. Whoa. I didn't even hit that girl. I hit her up after. I'm like, well, fuck it. Like, yeah. yeah. And smashed. And it was incredible. Wow. And it was such a great experience. And I experienced that because Danny told me to smash. So Whoa. I thought I was pretty fire. Did she want to hear deets? Uh, she didn't ask for to hear deeds, and it's not like, easy for her emotionally. Like it's not like she's just good at it. Yeah. But she's all. We've grown so much from these experiences. Um, me hooking up with. Yeah, what a spin you just put on yeah, that. That's... We've grown from me fucking. Yeah. Hey, she, yeah. She's grown a lot. She's a fucking. She's like a queen bitch. She's she's like <laughs> she's like a rare. I feel like I lucked out so much finding finding someone like her. So you travel a lot. You're training all the time. I don't travel a lot. Well, you're training all the time. Train a lot. Can she do her thing? I, the way, you know, until Andrew Tate came along, I was like, <laughs> you can. And then Andrew Tate's like, you, girls can't do that. I'm like, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you had to become uh, a top G real I'm quick. a top G, so no, she can't. <laughs> no, I think uh, it just makes sense. Like, hey, we got this dope life. If you want to go and risk it for something. And like, I, pro I provide you with everything. What she wants is stability. She wants to feel loved. She, she, I give her everything she feel, uh, she wants. So I'm marking all the boxes. She doesn't fucking, hmm. Danny doesn't go out. She's straight up from Oaxaca, Mexico. She's a real Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> She's a Mexican queen. She doesn't go out. She doesn't do anything. She does hair. She's very passionate about hair. She does jujitsu. She trains with us. Oh, wow. And uh, she's a mom. So her, she, the last thing. She's not trying to go. Yeah. Is, I, You're I so go, confident go, in the relationship. You're like, yeah. Yeah, she's not. That's the last thing on her mind. She's like grossed out by it. And I can see how girls like want to hook up with random guys. It's different. Guys fucking use their dicks like they're fine. They don't give yeah. a fuck. Yeah. So yeah. it is different. Um, there was a point where I did say, I'm like, hey, do you? I'm, if I want, I have this freedom. You have the freedom too. I've never really told her she doesn't, but. You don't feel like she, she wants knows. to, so it's not an issue. She, yeah. We, okay. We've had conversations about it though. What, what about, have there ever been any chicks in the DMs that you were like a fan of before? Hmm, that's a good way to ask that. Um, you know? <laughs> I like that question. No, did you beat off to any girls that DM'd you? <laughs> no, but I would wait. I'd be, I'd be looking in the DMs like, where you at, girls? Yeah. No, no, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy yet. A little blue check situation, maybe. No, I, I don't fucking. It's, I have ninety eight percent male audience, so the girls in the DMs are pretty pretty rare to be honest. Dick pics? <laughs> dick pics? I don't, I don't think I've actually seen any dick pics in the DMs. Oh, no you're way. about to. What, what's your number? <laughs> yeah, no, no dick pics. Yeah. But I also like if I see a guy send me a photo, I don't open it. So maybe, yeah. maybe they did. I had this like sex therapist guy I was talking to, and he made a comment that you I, were putting him on your podcast. You yeah, it was on the show. Oh, okay, it was on the okay. show. Let's just be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, man. Yeah, no, I had a closed door conversation with yeah. the sexual god, and he made a comment that is kind of um, maybe controversial, but he said. Professional fighters are naturally the best lovemakers. All right, guys, we're gonna take a break for a second because it's not often that the most entertaining man in music puts out a magical product that's not only gonna save you money, but deliver the same high quality that you deserve. And that's exactly what Ray J has done with Raycon. I'm telling you right now, most products do the same thing, but they're priced 
crazy. And if there's one product you definitely shouldn't sleep on, it is the Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you don't need to break the bank on those other wireless Earbuds, I'm telling you how often are you gonna lose your earbuds? Every time you travel, you lose them. You're gonna leave them at the nightstand, at the hotel, and boom, gone. You gotta buy another one. At least when you're with Raycon, you can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of these other tech brands. Raycon knows that this economy, every purchase needs to be Perfect, okay? They offer buy now, pay later options. Right now, you can pay as low as $18 at checkout. Think about that. They got the easy and free return guarantee as well. They offer two years of product protection insurance for just a few bucks. Man, I'm telling you, you need to get on the Raycons, okay? So right now, go to buyraycon.com slash flagrant today, and you're going to get 15% off your Raycon order. Think about that. The earbud tap functions, the noise cancellation, the water and sweat resistant. They got up to eight hours of playtime. And all you got to do right now is go to buyraycon.com slash flagrant to score 15% off at buyraycon.com slash flagrant. Now let's get back to the show. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because we got to get serious. It's summer. Summer is here. Balls stinking, hot, gooch, dripping, sweaty. What you going to do about it? What you going to do about it? You gonna let that furnace cook all day? You already got the tight undies on. You know the thing is moist, rainforest between your thighs. What are you gonna do about it? I'll tell you what you're gonna do about it. Manscaped, okay? Manscaped. Right now, that beautiful girl in your life has got her nostrils stuffed with pubic hair because you got a Scotty Pippen fro right above your scrotum. She doesn't deserve that. Not in this heat. Not in this heat, okay? You need that manscape. You need to get that lawnmower, that 4.0, the waterproof cordless body trimmer, and you need to get that down there and shape it up real nice for the summer. Okay, if it was December, okay, and you're in Alaska, let the bush grow. That's warmth for everybody. But you know what time it is. It's May, June coming right around the corner, and we got to get them nuts and dick looking gorgeous, and Manscaped has got our Back, okay? You're also gonna find the Manscaped Crop Preserver, the Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver, the Ball Toner, a deodorant and moisturizer for your balls. No one likes nose hairs also, so this package also comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0, and you also get two free gifts. So right now, get 20% off free shipping with the code FLAGRANT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FLAGRANT at manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles. Now let's get back to the show. He said professional fighters are naturally the best lovemakers. He, really? said, he said in his experience, and he's fucked a lot, he's been around gangbangs and shit. He's like mind-body connection in terms of like being able to like withstand like erection and shit like that is better naturally because you're in the ring getting punched in the head, able to like <laughs> mentally deal with a stressful situation and your body trying to react a certain way and overpower the natural things. You think that's true or no? I think there, I, maybe, I don't know about that necessarily. What's he going to say to there's that? A, no. There's a certain level of alpha you have as a fighter yeah. that maybe can translate. And oh, you don't beta it, it up uh, in the bad, dude? You don't get dominated one time. Come on, one time for a little dominate. Well, a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> be honest, are you, are you so like you a little pull guard in the yeah. bed? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pulling guard, yeah. man. Yeah. I'm pulling guard. I'm too old for yeah. 39. You ever got the doorbell go. rung one time? Doorbell rung? Yeah, Bing so like, yeah she just kind of slips in the back. Oh, dude. Not all the way. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, got 
I, I think my, he meant all the way. I got my, <laughs> He's I got trying my to soften it up. He's like, baby. Wait, for that specifically? Well, it's just nice. Optimization, bro. It's just bro. nice. Bro. Yeah, get all the shit out of the way, <laughs> no, dude. No, I let her wax my ass a couple times. Wait, who? Oh, that's Danny. love. Oh. I go like this. She thinks it's funny, bro. I don't think it's funny at all. <laughs> Let's go, dude. I ain't gay. No, sure. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. So you're liar. just cupping your dick and balls, and then she's waxing your asshole. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, hurts. That's love. That is love, That's dude. Love. I've had mine waxed before. It doesn't hurt. It's not great. I don't, what? what? You don't think it hurts, huh? Yeah. Well, now his ass needs to be waxed. It feels seen good it. being yeah, waxed. Wait, though, it is clean. Where? Where this happened? Who did shit. this? Mm. I told you about this. No. When no. I did that role and the director kind of me too me. Oh God. Hey, yo. Whoa, whoa. You told uh, us that he waxed you. He waxed you. Shit. No, he didn't ask. But like, I, I was. It was. I was a crackhead and I was running out of a building. So I was. Uh, I was naked. And then I was like, Yo, before I do this, I kind of got to tell you guys something. Like I have a very hairy ass. Like, and that might not be what you guys imagine on camera. Mm. And uh, <laughs> and then he was like, All right, show me. And uh, I showed him. And then he came up and he like touched my cheek. Oh, oh, you got it's like, dude. You didn't need to do that. What? But that was some like director yeah. me too shit. You were a crackhead like, though yeah. in the role. So. But I was. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? So he so waxed then? you. No, he, he waxed me you? in my ass. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. No, uh, no. so then I, I went and got waxed and some like uh, Ukrainian woman waxed my ass. And it wasn't that bad. Really? But, but did you, good. I mean, did you like the aftermath After of the was fantastic. It's great. Wiping is incredible. It like is. The toilet paper doesn't bundle up. I got a bidet. Oh, you go. Oh, That's a game boys. changer. Yeah. It really is. Do you ever go dude. reverse cowgirl on the bidet and just hit that? <laughs> One. Oh, yeah. You got to wash the front butt yeah, sometimes, yeah. dude. The front butt's got front, a little, front butt gets a little wash. <laughs> oh, Your girl wild. just walks in. What the fuck are you doing? Uh, You're a treasure, man. You really are a fucking treasure. Yeah. Dude, that's wild. Okay, so the ultimate dream is double champ. Yeah. 100 mil in the bank. Do you mean threesome? Is that what you mean by that? Yeah. <laughs> no. I've had lots of threesomes. That's the thing. <laughs> Who gets the nut? Both. Well, there's been, it depends. depends. The sprinkler system. If, you're, if your girl is involved, if your wife is involved, she has to get it, right? Dude, she gets off of me fucking another chick. But does she want? Where'd you find Not this queen? Yeah. <laughs> Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. They're taking our jobs. Take yeah. down the wall. She doesn't speak English. No, <laughs> this whole time she's been upset. No, entiendo. No, yeah, the nut. It's just kind of however I'm feeling. I get a pick. No, Top G gets a pick. Oh. <laughs> That's never an issue. It's, it's, yeah, it's never been an issue when we've hooked up with other chicks. It's, she's always been very comfortable. And, and again, it's like it's because our relationship's so solid yeah. that we can do stuff like that. It's not like we're fighting and then I'm like, hey, let's fuck this chick. And Danny's like, okay. It's but, always like we're in a really good spot and, mm -hmm. and then we can, yeah. But do you ever feel bad for the other girl? Like she did all that work for that nut and then she doesn't <laughs> even get it. No, no, I don't feel bad for her. <laughs> I feel bad if I don't last. That's what sucks. Wait, what do you mean? There's been like times. You bust before the girl even. Oh, yeah. there's been times. <laughs> Wait, what? When I have been, I just busted too fast. I'm like, hey, this never happened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that theory, bro. Right. Hey, bro. You gotta go to the, you gotta go to the corner. Sex therapist, yeah. shut the fuck yeah, yeah. up. <laughs> you know, the second time, I said, Wait for.
for the next nut. Yeah. Wait for the next oh, you got to run it back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that first I, one. I seen a clip of you and Joe actually talk about it. He said uh, busting nut was busting fast nuts because the leopards or some shit. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was funny. I was like, yeah. It makes a little sense, too. Yeah, it's evolution, bro. <laughs> but, uh, That's why we bust yeah. fast. But I always usually tell him, like, wait for the next round. Give me five. Give me ten. Because... Oh, you run it back in ten minutes? If it's a three banger and it's a new chick, and it's like, yeah, you can get fat. Like, if it, like, no offense, but if you fuck your girl so many times, so many times on me, bust. You're good for the day. You're mm. good. Yeah. But it's a new chick. You're like, and you didn't perform. Like, I got yeah. you. Hit the you per- hit the perennial nerve. We need a rematch. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> but do you really apologize, or do you just I have really? Yeah. There's do you ever times. like fake nut and just go to the bathroom? No, I Fake did not. Or just like uh, nut, but like yeah, in your hand, you, and then go to the bathroom and be like, oh, guys, I got to uh, my brush mom, my teeth or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My mom. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> 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 What's up, mom? Just having a threesome. How's <laughs> 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 Montana? Emergency. <laughs> no, there's been times for sure. Okay, like, tell me hey. the apology. This is really fun. T- set the stage I for this story. I, I, I thought you not a bad one. It's like, hey, you're. I'm sorry. You're just, I've wanted to fuck you for so long. You're so hot. Like, and it just happened. I'm sorry. And wait, so you were already fucking her and your girl is there. Yeah. Does she also go like, no, she, this doesn't Dan, really happen. Danny knows. <laughs> like, she, she, got the she knows the struggle. She knows. Yeah. I tell her, I'm like, God damn it. Like, if we got a baddie coming, I'm like, God damn, I'll probably get bus fast. And she's yeah. like. Yeah, you got to do camp for that, bro. You got yeah, to get ready. Sometimes, like, honestly doing some breath work before, just mind, body, just, like, whatever, you That's know. What saying, just trying dude. to, like, kind of connect with yourself. But for the most part, that fresh, that new puss is it's tough. You ever have Tim just stand in the corner and watch? Yeah, <laughs> give you advice. About to not just look yeah. over at him. Put Vaseline on your eyebrows. <laughs> look for the knee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, haven't haven't had that yet. <laughs> Fucking Tim, man. Uh, yeah, what a life you're living. Do you do you it. recognize that your life is different than 99.9% of uh, humans in history? <laughs> Sometimes I try to I try to, you know, kind of reflect like, damn, this is fucking crazy. It's easy to not though, just keep going, keep going, yep. keep going, but yeah, I definitely try to reflect and, you know, that's times where I'm sitting in the hot tub cold plunge like by myself. I just need a time for myself, which I do have a lot of and I think that's important. Um just for, you know, especially for athletes in camp, kind of like visualization or or uh, you know, connecting with your higher spirit or whatever, but just to be healthy, happy human, just reflecting on life and you know. When you're having this much success, do you start to believe that it's destiny, that there's like some sort of divine intervention? Do those thoughts creep into your head like, wow, I'm supposed to do this and maybe God wants me to do this? Yeah, it's that's a, that's a good question. I, it's a weird it's weird because there's times where I'm like, damn, this is all happening for a reason. Like this yeah. is how it's supposed to be. And sometimes I catch myself thinking like that. I'm like, god, that's weird. But also I'm like, I feel like Henry might go out there and win just because I feel like me and him are meant to fight and me, I'm meant to beat him. It's mm. a weird thing that when you're having success, everything feels destined. Mm-hmm. And when you're in your downtimes, I imagine when you broke your foot and these other things, there's in no way are you going, yes, God is playing a role in this. Yeah. Yes, is there some sort of intervention? Uh, I wonder if that's a huge competitive advantage. Well, that's where I feel like I got really good at understanding how the mind works and, and how I can control my thoughts a little bit. Because, yeah, when I broke my foot, I was like, how am I supposed to get better? How am I sp- I'm, I'm already not grappling as long as these guys. How am I supposed to get better? And I was able to really kind of change my mindset and, and, and improve in other ways. That's kind of where I got more into meditation and, yeah. and, and learning more about – and just listening to educational podcasts and trying to learn, maybe reading more. 
in those two years that I was out, I got good at a, a lot of other stuff. Mm. And you went in thinking I can change my mentality. Cause I was curious about the meditation and what you got out of that. You said you did 50 straight days to just like challenge. That was yourself. a waking up app. Sam Harris, he's like yeah. a neuroscientist. He, he kind of explains how to meditate. And you know, obviously there's a bunch of different ways of meditation, but I feel like I got a, uh, and, and again, Tim, I got to give credit to Tim. He's kind of introduced me to meditation. He broke his jaw in his last fight. It was the same day Floyd fought Connor. Uh-huh. Same fun. August fucking 2000 something. Uh, and Damn, and he broke his broke jaw, nobody had wired shut. Oh my God. Yeah. Damn. And he was at home for like six to eight weeks. I didn't see him. Mm. And he was like, didn't know what the fuck to do. And he kind of, that's where he got introduced into meditation. And he's like, hey, you got to just try it. It's like, you know, I really feel like there's, you know, benefit here. And uh, so he, so he, kind of, he introduced me to that. Yeah. And you just do the guided ones? like on I do app. a lot of the guided meditations. 10 minutes? Uh, yeah, 10 minutes. I did 10 minutes this morning in my fucking hotel, just sitting there just to start the day. You know, prepare myself for a fucking solid day. There's meditations where you're kind of like doing a mantra or, or, or kind of visualizing the day, how it's going to go. And then there's, mo- there's meditation where you're silent. You're kind of trying to quiet your mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think there's benefit in, in no matter what you do. Is just, I mean, 10 minutes is... It's weird because when you first start, it seems like a long time. You start with three minutes, yeah. and then you go up to like five minutes, and then like ten minutes. Now ten minutes seems doesn't sure. seem so long. It's you like that's just normal, normal, yeah. normal time. Uh, but I do think that can change a lot of people's lives, and it's something so easy but so fucking hard. To what do. do you think you got out of it? Like how did it change? That's it? a good question. Um, I would say what I got out of meditation is uh, I feel like I'm a lot more aware of my thoughts, and I'm able to not react to certain situations. I can react to certain situations more the way I want to rather than how I'm just programmed to. Mm-hmm. You know, we were all programmed from when we're kids to react certain ways and we just never really changed that to where when you kind of start meditating, start learning about your mind, learning about your thoughts, you can kind of start to change that. Something happens, you know, start learning about stoicism too. Mm, Ryan uh, Holiday, right? Yeah, yeah. Ryan Holiday. Yeah, he's one of my favorite authors. But yeah, I'd say probably just being able to kind of control my thoughts more, which is an important and powerful skill, especially in sports. Yeah. How does that, how does that happen in the ring? Can you give me an example? I'd say more so before the fight is anxiety that you're feeling. Yeah. So I fought Peter Yon last fight. I fucking calm as all fight week. Like, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't necessarily like I knew I was going to go out there and win. I didn't think like, Oh, I'm destined to win. I'm going to go out there and win. I already got in the bag. It was more like just okay with whatever happens and I was a lot of fighters deal with negative thoughts mm-hmm. and uh, I, I really didn't have any and if I did I was able to kind of counter them and, and turn it around and I think that's kind of what meditation has done for me yeah that's cool that it's not like natural necessarily like you're still feeling all the natural anxieties but you're just able to overcome it through yeah. intentional presence yeah Exactly. Yeah. And, and preparation, just leading into just for fights in, in general, leading into fights, like the preparation, I have it so dialed in. I'm doing everything I possibly can that when it is fight week, it's not like, fuck, I shouldn't have went out that <laughs> night or I shouldn't have <laughs> ate that or I should have, I fucking wish I would have sparred more. Like, Do you think a lot of fighters deal with yeah. regret the week of? I, I'd say it's almost like some some fighters are so stupid that they don't because they just don't. Mm-hmm. It's almost an advantage how dumb they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so like, some, like who? Let's talk some no, shit. Uh, 
Henry. No, <laughs> no, Henry's a motherfucking competitor. Yeah, he's obviously yeah. at the high. He's done at the highest level. Yeah, yeah. that dude. I'm that not, takes intense. I never think he's gonna be coming underprepared. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but I know exactly what you're saying. I remember playing like sports with kids growing up, and they were kind of a little duller. Yeah. And as a result, I'd be like, dude, are you worried about the game? And they're like, oh yeah, we got a game. You know what I mean? Like, there's a disconnect yeah. from there's their a, anxiety. There's yeah. the uh, quarterback, uh, Peyton and Eli Manning. Eli Manning. Yeah. Yeah. They, Peyton is like a fucking computer. His yeah. Brother, well, his the best quarterback. And Eli didn't, he would throw all these bad interceptions or whatever, but at the end of a game, I'm a Cowboy fan, I grew up in Dallas, I'd watch the end of a game and I'd fear Eli because it felt like he doesn't care. None of this scares him. Yeah. His Eli brain is, Giants, right? Yeah, for the Giants. Giants. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, two Super <laughs> Bowls. Yeah. Cowboys fan. Yeah. Wait. But oh, it yeah, is interesting, exactly what you're saying, like the ability to not care or not overvalue a moment will yep. reduce that anxiety. Big time. Yeah. But being able to get yourself into that meditative state, meditative state and then calm it down. Yeah. I was reading about you doing the journaling. Yeah. That's which huge. I, what is, I have a, a suspicion, but what is it that you get out of the daily journal? I'd say a couple things. Just the, so right now I do it. I've been not getting on my phone for like an hour when I wake up and I'm, I'm, thankful that I can do Huberman that. swears by that. Do really? you know Andrew Huberman? I, I've that? definitely heard of Andrew Huberman, uh, not specifically that, but for the hour thing, it's just like, I think I've heard Ryan Holiday talk about it too. Um, it's been huge and I have, I'm lucky to have that kind of a life and I have a two and a half year old daughter, so it makes it a lot easier. Like yeah, it's just yeah. funny as Playtime. fuck. Yeah. yeah. Um, but journaling is just kind of like a, it's a form. So I'll do my meditation then I'll journal. So it's like another form of meditation and it's not like I'm writing any fucking philosophy. Like if you read my journal, you'd be like, what the fuck? This guy's retarded. <laughs> like today I'm going to, <laughs> like it's not really what I'm writing. It's the yeah. fact that I, the act of sitting down, writing out the day. Yeah. Um, Contemplating. You know, yeah. Like, hey, today I'm going to, you know, I got training at this time I'm really big focus on this and it will set my intentions on certain training sessions or if I journal at night which I haven't been right now but there was a phase I got through phases of life you know when I'm doing different healthy habits you know or yeah reflecting on the day but yeah I think just just the act of doing it it's a healthy habit and uh that I just get out of get that's what I get out of it but then our off your phone is has been huge, really. Huge, like man. I do think that and it's such a small, simple thing. You wake up at seven thirty. I'm not gonna touch my phone till eight thirty. Hmm. It's fucking that easy, and it can change your day. Because I've had days where I'd wake up kind of in a rush. I'll be eating, eating, drinking my coffee, surfing on YouTube. I kind of have this fucking buzz, this yeah. like yeah. fog in my head where I'm like. I don't like this feeling, and I do think it's correlated with. I also don't drink coffee for the first hour, which I think. Yeah, helped. you should yeah. look up Huberman, man. A lot of the things you're talking about, he pushes yeah. super hard. He's been on Rogan a bunch. Yeah, of yeah, times. I've definitely, I definitely, I definitely, I know of him, but sometimes he's too says too much, like too much for <laughs> yeah. me. Like, Holy yeah. fuck! Yeah. Like, like a three hour pod, and I'm like, the, get through that. The brain thing. I remember I lost my phone and like. 10, 15 years ago. And the first day without my phone, I was miserable. Second day, I was like, oh, this isn't so bad. Yeah. And third day, I felt like my brain just kind Release. of like, yeah, just released all this tension that had been there that I didn't ever think about. Yeah. And if the phone is there, I'm so addicted to it. Oh, but if easy. it's not, you're That's so much better. Put it away. Yeah. yeah. Put it's, it away. It's so funny. People don't necessarily see the connection. I'll talk to people and they're like, dude, I just have such good ideas in the shower. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it could be. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the water. You can think. Yeah. 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 There's not all this noise in your head for 20 minutes. The mm. journaling thing. I think is a form of therapy. Yeah. 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 I think sure. part of therapy is just, at least for me specifically, is getting it out of my head. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when I'm frustrated about something, if I just type it into a note, yeah. just purging it, yeah. Yeah. being able to purge something allows me to handle it so much better. Because once I've gotten the ideas out, I'm kind of like work through the ideas. I've organized what is actually bothering me. 
and then I can focus on that. Yeah. When I'm avoiding it, it's just kind of pecking at yeah. me. It's burning. You know? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love, I think, I think yeah. There's a definite form of therapy. I'll call Emron. There's days where, you know, business stuff, stressed out, and I'll, I'll talk to Emron. We'll have an hour conversation. I'll hang up the phone. I'll be like, ah. Just like yeah. feels so just good. Get it's it a, out. Yeah, another form of that. How do you how do you do that? Like, I've even noticed in, in my career as I've gotten more successful, there's been different things pulling me in different directions, and I've had to be like really intentional about carving out time for the craft. Yeah. Have you felt the pressure of the different businesses that want your time, people that want your time? the promotional opportunities that you have to do to build yourself mm-hmm. take away from your training? I've always, it's always been a main priority is training comes first, but there's definitely been times where I'm like, whoa, like I'm, I'm, I mean, I need to step back and not do too much. Training comes first, but yeah, I mean, you get more business opportunities and you're like, oh, how much is that? I yeah. could probably fit that in. Yep. Mm. Then you fit that in and you're like, fuck, did I miss practice because of that? Mm-hmm. There, so there's times where I've done that, but I feel like overall, I've done a very good job of making it main focus is training. Um, if there's an injury and there's a setback to where I'm like, oh, I'm out for you know a week or two, or I'm, I can't train, like then I can do a little bit more YouTube stuff because building YouTube is fucking massive, especially right now. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like I, I do a good job of doing that, but I got to be conscious of it all the time because yeah, that shit can take over for sure. When you're, I remember I remember watching a few of your fights and I was trying to figure out like your competitive advantage in there, and. Uh, it's not length. I wonder if it's timing. Girth. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but like, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm like, it's not just the length. It's like you're, it's like you're kind of trapping a lot. Yeah. It's kind of interesting to see. Like, do you see yourself as a counter puncher, or do you see yourself as? I'm trying to do like a boxing comparison, like a like a Eric Morales. Do you remember him? Might be before your time, but he was like a, he was an amazing fighter. He had this like trilogy with Barrera that was incredible. But what he would do is is he would set a lot of traps in his forward attack. So it's not like he was waiting for the guy, but yeah. everything was setting up something else. So he's being offensive to get them to be offensive to be counter. Mm. Yeah. So like when you're going in there, what is the, are you like? Okay, let me just see what this person's gonna give me. That's what Tank does. First round is like, let me see what the timing yeah. is. What do we have to worry about or are you going in there going i'm setting him up every single thing i strike yeah that's i mean you don't want to give give away too much but also everyone's it's such a different opponent like my my game plan against henry would be different than aljo like right. it just depends on the opponent but for the most part i'm going in there to put your lights out sooner the better um and if it doesn't go 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 as planned in that sense, like I don't put your lights out for the Peter Yon fight, I, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm ready to fight the whole fight. But uh, I, I guess I kind of am a counter puncher, but I also like to be offensive. That's the thing. It it's feels hard. like when you get into that flow state. I don't know. There's a moment where I see I've seen a few different fights where you start connecting and things just. It's like you. It looks yeah. as if you're thinking two or three punches or kicks ahead. Yeah, I know when I got a motherfucker hurt, like mm. immediate. Yeah, well, that Holly and Paiva fight. Uh, I I knew I landed a hard right hand that you couldn't tell necessarily on camera or in. Like, it wasn't like oh shit, but I knew that it landed, and I knew I was gonna take over from that moment and. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm just, I feel like I'm good at just flowing in there. It's not necessarily like, okay, I'm going to be offensive this fight. I'm going to go out there. i got to be offensive. Or I'm going to really counterpunch this fight. I'm good at going in there and adjusting. Like going in there and just 
getting in a fight. I'm just it's like a mm. physical chess match to where it's just like I may be throwing and I'm trying to be offensive, but I'm like, well, it's not really working. I don't know. I'm not really thinking much. In that. Yeah, it's, it's more of a flow, just kind of yeah. like like I said, I was born. I do feel like I was born to fight. When I found fighting, I was naturally good at it. Mm. I was like, what the fuck? This is like I have really good eyes too. What? Like vision actually, like you can yeah. see, they say it with baseball players that, uh, I forget who it was, could see the seam, Ted Williams could see the seams of the ball. Jesus. And he could tell which pitch was thrown based on the seams. Crazy. So he could That's see crazy. curveball. Yeah. So when you're in there, are you seeing... I don't believe that. I don't believe that. <laughs> I mean, I don't, that's a great thing to lie about. Yeah, yeah it is. That's, that's what I'm saying. You in a contract here. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. I would lie about it too. Yeah. But. yeah. No, I can tell when people are going to throw a right. No jokes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, I, I just think it comes down to I do have good eyes. I have good reaction time. And I think that's just from playing so much Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> I joke about that a little bit, but I'm also like, how much, how true is that? I've been playing games since I was there probably is four something. years old, yeah. like sitting in front of the screen at hand-eye coordination. There's yeah. got to be something there. Well, they do say that about athletes are better at video games because of that. Yeah, but then there's those fucking nerds that are just so good. But that's from like, beating off. <laughs> yeah, then I should switch. be double good yeah. at both. Yeah. <laughs> you said you don't think too much when you're in the ring, but you Ideally. do hear your corner telling you things. So like, how do you... Uh, How do you block listen that? to? Yeah. yeah, are you listening to that? Or are you blocking it out? Like, what do you do? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I think Tim and I have an interesting chemistry too because we have known each other for so long. We did live together, and I think uh, that kind of helps me be able to put his voice in my head when it needs to be. For the most part, in the fight itself, I'm not really like I can't. I don't remember too much of like hearing hearing Tim or the corners. Uh, but in, in between rounds is really kind of where I'm getting that information. Uh, okay. You get that one minute to get your heart rate as low as possible and recover as fast as you can while trying to listen to the advice. It's funny. And I go into the second round against Peter at the beginning of the round, Tim said, he's too fast for you. He meant to say you're too fast for me. And it's fucking, Hilarious. you can see it. It got clipped up and shared everywhere. He's on talking Twitter. shit. He's talking to young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, uh, but he's telling me. He's too fast for you in the beginning of the second round. And I remember that. And I kind of like remember like thinking like <laughs> he fucked that up. Yeah. And then at the end of it, he's like, you're too fast for him. He, he yeah, came yeah, back yeah. around. He got it back. But uh, that, that was funny. I do remember that pretty vividly. But in the fight itself, usually, honestly, Tim talks shit to the whole time. To the hmm. opponent? Yeah. You're slow. Like to, they get pissed. I love this guy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Tim has had such a huge impact yeah, on your life. Massive, he brings you to massive. Phoenix to train, yep. the weed, yep. meditation, taking down the fucking ugly chicks for you. Are like, you an only child? Because this guy <laughs> is, is the big no. brother. I uh, I had a big brother. Well, I do still have a big brother, a younger brother, and a younger sister. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. My older brother, he was, he was fucking, he was in the shit. Addicted to meth, like not doing good oh, for a no. long time. And everyone lived in Montana. I finally got my mom down, my younger brother down, my sister down, and my older brother down. And uh, I got them all down to Phoenix. And, and mm. they're, they're they're all doing really, really good right now. Mm. My dad's still in Montana. I'm like, what are you fucking doing? Yeah. Is he still a detective? No, he retired. He still does. He's, he retired. But I feel like that generation, they don't, like, what is retiring? Like, oh, am I going to chill all day? Yeah. They got to work. So he gets another job. He, he works. He likes it. He likes Montana. I've really been trying to get him down to Phoenix, though. But uh, uh, my mom and dad split. So, uh, yeah, fuck marriage. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm always curious. Does the does the crowd affect the performance at all? Like, I've heard guys be like, oh, I black out. But, like, does the different venue matter? Like, as comics, we're always like, oh, this venue's cool. This mm. one sucks. Because we obsess like, about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, does the arena matter? I always say, is fucking Dana White sitting there, I'll fight anywhere. Yeah. Uh, I fought at the Apex 
when it when there was no crowd, like the early Apex, because yeah. now there's like a mini crowd. Yeah. I fought early Apex, no crowd. Eddie Wineland, when I fucking yeah. yeah. First time I colored my hair, had the rainbow hair. Yeah. Like really inspired by Takashi Six yeah. Nine. I was like, yeah. I'm fucking. That looks dope. I get it. Everyone's super interested in this guy. He's a character. He's got face tattoos, colorful hair. So I drew some shit on, fucking colored the hair, and went out there and knocked out Eddie Wineland. Zero people there. And it was so fucking weird. I didn't have an uh, issue performing. I can perform anywhere. Um, as long as Dana and the important people are watching, I'll perform. Uh, but that was weird. I fucking slept him and I could hear yeah. him snoring. You can hear him in the video. Wow. Wow. Can, and like you can hear him snoring on the ground. It was that was so fucking I'm so jealous. Weird. Oh, that's so interesting. Do you, <laughs> do you sometimes so wish that that was in the fucking like yes, MSG yes, or some shit? That was, that's one of the best knockouts. Yeah. And to have it just to finish and to be like silence. I, yeah. <laughs> so I had two. So I fought Eddie Wineland in there. Crazy KO. Silence. It was weird. And then I had fought in Cheeto. Obviously that went the way it did. And then I fought uh, Thomas Almeida, which was another crazy knockout where he was laying on his back. You remember that one? Oh, and I you can't. went in for the big one. Yeah. They, yeah, ref should have stepped in right there. So I had dropped him like three times. Yeah. And, uh, you know, every the, the commentator, why is he walking away? And then I smoke him. They're like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that one was crazy. That was also in the apex. No one there. And I do feel like a little bit of me got, got robbed of the experience of the, the crowd because mm. I haven't really had a crazy, crazy – well, Hollywood Paiva was pretty sweet, but it wasn't like one of those – Sleep clean ones where you're just motherfucker was snoring. Yeah, walk uh, away. So I have I, I'm craving that, and I, I do feel like, you know, that would just be a perfect Henry one. Motherfucker yeah. snoring. <laughs> have, have you had people like step to you when you go out to bars and shit? You know, people get drunk and no, never. I, yeah, I don't know if it's because I'm always kind of. I just my you're vibe. You're low key when you're out. Well, I'm yeah. You know when I'm out, I'm fucking dressed up, looking like a fool. <laughs> oh, uh, I thought. I mean, last night when you came out, you oh, were I was like, low key, yeah, I was super low key. key. Yeah, I was trying to be low key last night. I was, I was pretty tired too because I had left Phoenix at six a.m. The time change is weird. Um, so I was, yeah, I was keeping it low key last night. But if I go out, I don't really go out very often. Like very rarely, I'll go out. And if I do go out, it's, I'm going out to the club, having a good time. Yeah. And if I go out, like. I'm going out. I'm going out because yeah. I've been at a club sober. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? It's am like I the doing apex here? with no one there. Yeah. I'm like, why are, why yeah, are these, guys, these guys look like idiots? It sucks. It's you can worst. have a couple beans. I mean, drinks. Uh, <laughs> and then you can start having a good time. And so when I'm at the club, I get, I gotta, I, I always have to have security with me to make just make sure I'm standing up. Yeah. I like to dance and get wiggly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't dance for shit. But when I start flowing, getting some flows, I Best start. Best dancer there. In my mind, yes. <laughs> I've seen people like record videos of me dancing. They send it to me. I'm like, oh, now, who fuck. is that, bro? That's six nine dancing. Oh That's god, me. yeah. I look like a fucking fool. So I try not to do that too much. But how'd you get the nickname Sugar? Good question, Sugar Johnny Aho, my first coach in in uh, Montana. Uh, if at first it was Spider. I'm like, hey, coach, no offense, but we got to fucking. So you had to be on the team for six months before you got your before you got your your, ho your hoodie with your name on the back. Okay. He's like, well, Spider. I came up with it. I'm like, eh. Like, Anderson Silva, Spider. Yeah. I didn't really watch fighting at the time, so I didn't really correlate that. But I'm glad that wasn't yeah. it. But then I guess Sugar's not any better considering everyone else has that nickname. But Sugar, Sugar's legacy, though. But Sugar, he said, I'm like, why that? He's like, because you're so sweet to watch. I was like, okay, I can fuck with that. So I had Sugar on the back, and it said, now you see me, now you don't. And I got, that was like, that was, that was the first time. And yeah, now fucking Snoop always calls me Sugar Shane. <laughs> all every time I've heard Snoop talk about me and anything, like, Sugar Shane. I'm like, God damn. It. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I get Sugar Shane a lot. Not as much as I, 
it hasn't been as much recently. But, but you know where shame. he's getting that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sugar okay. Shane Mosley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is, you know, hey, we look alike. <laughs> uh, yeah, sugar. So you're a very thoughtful guy. You, you're obviously smart. You, whatever. How? What is your ultimate goal? How long do you want to keep fighting? Because you're a guy who's probably thought about the risks. Yeah. What about your brain, yeah. bro? Yeah. Like, yeah. You, exactly. You've researched it. Yeah. I, don't, I really don't get hit that often. Um, I don't spar outside of camp. You probably just don't remember getting hit. <laughs> no, I'm actually building. I just bought. So I got. I got this nice little plot of land. I'm, where my house is and then I just bought an acre right behind it so I'm building like a, kind of the sugar factory it's gonna be like the fantasy factory kind of just like a little fucking foam pit little some you know, dirt bikes and shit sweet shit well I fuck I try to avoid anything like that where I could get seriously injured but I'm building this but it's got it's gonna have like podcast offices in it it's gonna have mm. full size octagon which is kind of hard to come by to train for mm. right. there's two size octagons the small one that was in the apex it's fucking tiny. I hate that one. Mm-hmm. And then there's the full-size octagon, which is more like the pay-per-view, the big, big fights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Why would they do the small one? The, it's, it's the small one's 40, like 44, I think, percent smaller than the big one. So it's almost half the size. Wow. The What's the reasoning yeah, for just more yeah. action? I don't I don't know if it's just like I know if I think it might be for smaller venues. Because mm. it is quite a bit smaller, but I'm getting a full size octagon in, in my, my in my factory. So uh, and and me building this, I'm gonna do like the hot tub. I have a hot tub and cold plunge at my house and the sauna and everything. But I'm gonna put it. Have you been to the PI at all? Yeah. Where the it's like a commercial size hot tub yeah. cold plunge. Mm. You know, I'm, so I'm building this. It's gonna be very expensive, but that's that for me is an investment. And in, and in like I'm saying, all right, for the next. I'm 28. I'm saying 10 years. 38 is a long time to fight, yeah. depending on where you're at in your career. Um, but I, I would love to do like exhibition shit, like Floyd's doing, yeah. making bags. Like I feel like in, in 10 years, who knows what fighting is gonna be like? Yeah. Fucking bare knuckle. No shucks. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, so I'm gonna build this this factory for it's it's like uh, an investment in in my health, which I'm already got all that shit at my house. It's kind of like an excuse. Really, but but it's uh yeah. So you said, say do you have any years. side businesses because like a wellness app or whatever. Like you're such a wellness oriented guy. I feel like it's a dude. Perfect. You got to narrate a meditation. Oh yeah. god, fine, just like all like this the whole time. I got a deviated septum and I want to get it fixed so bad. But I, I guess the more That's you get weird. your nose fixed, the more it breaks. The ear, the easier it breaks, and it's just like uh, you get it fixed. You, you got to do that after like, fighting. Bro. Yeah. So, but that's. Fucking annoying, annoying because nasal breathing. We can get into that too. Is how oh, yeah. important that. Are you doing is, the mouth bro. taping? I do mouth tape. That is more religiously than anything. What? Anything. I mouth. Tape, I bring mouth tape. I would mouth tape last night, but I had to sit up like with my pillows up a little bit so I could. Sometimes my nose gets super stuffed. When up. you and your wife are fighting ever, do you just take her? <laughs> up? Like, I don't. We don't even fucking fight ever. But I would. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, that left hook puts her out. <laughs> uh, yeah. But man. fighting, I could say. I, I, Brain injuries. Yeah. I, I know there has to be some concern. Definitely. You have a kid. Definitely. Daughter, yeah. You know older fighters and you've seen how yeah. they are. You're like, I don't want to end up like that. At what point, or what do you do to stop that from happening outside of just getting fucking rocked? I, I don't spar outside of camp. Hmm. When I am in camp, I do believe it is important to sparring and have pretty hard rounds. We're, we're going at it pretty good. Um, just minimizing the head damage in, in sparring or in the camp for eight to ten weeks. And then obviously I ain't trying to get hit in a fight. Hmm. It happens. Um, and everyone takes damage different. Like There's some guys, some boxers that take so much brain damage and they're still fucking talking fine. And then there's some people that haven't been hit very much and they're fucking... We had uh, Tony Hawk on the podcast, and we asked him about it, and he's like, yeah, dude, they did a uh, study on me. Oh, shit. And he goes, no, I just happen to be one of those people where CT doesn't really develop. 
So there's we, different types of brains. I would be I very scared. I would like to get that study done, but do, but, but I also wouldn't want to know. Yeah. If they say, "Hey, you're fucking. You get hit three more times. You're retarded." Yeah. Like, yeah. Or that's good motivation, bro. Yeah. Oh, he starts slipping in Montana. Up, yeah. His head movement is crazy. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in the bus. Uh, <laughs> but I also like I've invested. I got four houses, and I think for, for mm-hmm. like investment properties, and I think uh, I've. I've saved my money really well i've spent it in the right areas to where you know if there's ever a time where i'm like questioning it like fuck can i take more head damage than i i think and i have good people around me emron tim like yeah my i have good people around me that i hope and i believe will will say hey i think it's time to be done it's gonna be hard for me to quit competing at that level but i also enjoy podcasting i enjoy doing other things to where i can i feel like there will be a little yeah transition period yeah the conversation doesn't go. end it just changes yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 do you ever try to help other fighters in not in terms of like maybe training or preparation but more outside of fighting and how they organize their lives i feel like i could help a lot i feel like i could get paid a lot of money to organize people's camps and stuff but i'm just my focus is on me right now and, yeah. and fighting is such a selfish sport especially yeah. in camp and like Danny knows too like when we're in camp it's we're, we're focused on me I don't give a fuck if you're on your period bitch shut the fuck up mm. no not, not that mean <laughs> but, but she knows like yeah. there's nights where if, if I'll sleep it's nice too because we'll have our own rooms Especially if Elena's like sick and she's getting up. She's two and a half. So if she's got a cough, she's coughing multiple yeah. times. I'll sleep in my own room. Daniel will sleep in her room. And yeah. She's really cool about that. So there's times where, uh, especially in camp, it's very, it's a very selfish, selfish sport. And it has to be if you mm-hmm. want to be at the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Your wife that lie. understands the game is going to be supportive of that and yeah. kind of push you. I remember seeing DC say that to Henry, I think it was recently. He was talking about the wives that baby their husbands those husbands don't end up doing as well mm. and the wives that are pushing their husbands and making sure they can go as far as possible are the guys that, that make it happen because it's very easy for a woman in a relationship to be like all you're doing is training you're not spending any time with me you're not doing oh, this oh god yeah yeah no Danny's been fucking as perfect as you can get as far as being a partner and she they like she's a I think that's why we're we're just good we're good teamwork teamwork parenting we got we have a good you know teamwork when it comes to merch and like designing merch and stuff like we're, yo the merch looks like actual clothing that's great. we got like it's it. a clothing brand I don't yeah. even like calling it merch yeah, I like don't. to call it it's a clothing belittling. brand yeah Clo- clothing brand so and like we both we sit down we come up with like certain design color schemes we also have like people that do the designs because we're not doing doing them fully but. Um, then as far as my hair, she, she does hair for a living. She's like fucking black belt in hair. She's been doing yeah. hair for a long time. Uh, so she, she enjoys that just fashion in general, like we're getting fire fits for specific events. Yeah. So we're just good partners, good teamwork. Um, it's does dope she, to have, go, go. Does she get worried for you on like fight day that you're going to get no. injured? No, she doesn't. She, she watches my sparring and she knows how serious I take it. Mm-hmm. And she also knows and I tell her, I'm like, Hey, I got knocked out. It's okay. Like we, our life's still pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. I go out there and lose the next fight. Like obviously that's not the goal. That's not what we want to happen. But I don't. It's fine. Like life's still fucking good. I'm gonna come home. We still got Elena. We still got the family. We still got the jujitsu community. Like we're good. To where I think it makes it easier for her to watch, and she can. She she'll get into her breath, and she gets kind of. She doesn't like a bunch of people fucking yelling at the TV. She if she can choose, she'd watch it by herself. Mm-hmm. Sit there, breathe, and just kind of like be be calm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's very she and she she's been oh yeah, that's what I wanted to say too. Like I met Danny when I was I think I might have been one and O pro or an amateur still. Like it was very early on in my career. Mm-hmm. 
And she is funny. She just believed me. I'm like, hey, I'm going to be in the UFC. I'm going to be. How'd you guys meet? Shout out my boy Tim. <laughs> Yo, Tim. Uh, Tim, is, Tim is a goat, yeah. man. Uh, Guardian no, uh, Angel. Guardian so Angel, so yep. Tim worked at the UFC gym. That's this is like the generic UFC gym. He worked there. He worked like two hours a night, 6.30, 7.30, 8.30. And one of the classes was like a kickboxing class. Danny and her sister, two hot Mexicans, and Tim and I were like, damn, like we got to get their IGs. So we went over. I asked for their IGs. And I was like 19 at this time. So I was... You know, I had a big gap in my teeth. I was not cute by any means. Danny did not like me. She wasn't looking for a boyfriend. She was like, I'm there to work out, and then I fucking do hair. Like, But I kept bugging her, and I was just trying to fuck. And uh, <laughs> I was just trying to fuck, and uh, she wasn't putting out. And I, she was late. I brought, invited her to the coffee bean. She was 10 minutes fucking Damn, late. you invited her to the coffee bean? She still wow, didn't put out? Yeah, how dare she? Crazy. So that <laughs> what they, I thought it went well. I'm like <laughs> texting her, and she's like, I'm like, yeah, she doesn't like super into me at first. And then I, she was late to the fucking uh, Cafe Zupa, the sandwich shop. I was like, God damn it. So, But eventually, yeah, she fucking annoyed her enough that we started talking. Then I fucked, and it was like a month in. I'm like, God damn it, now I kind of like her. And, uh, you read that Steve Harvey book probably. <laughs> no, I did it. <laughs> Harvey's the man, though. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of how that worked. But yeah, it was at, at the UFC gym where Tim worked. I would go and hang out. That was when we first moved down. We were living together. So I'd always go to the gym and while he'd teach, and I would fuck around, hang out, help teach, whatever. And uh, yeah, that's where I met her. Mm. Whoa. Yeah, that's crazy to think. Hey, shout out Tim. Man. I know, right? Damn, Truly. Does she want to fight? Uh, no, it's funny though. Mexicans just all have that. Like when she does the kickboxing class, like she has good technique. She's fucking five foot tall. She's. And uh, I think what was so attractive for me for uh, she was her work ethic. Like if we were doing sprints on the treadmill, like she would push it. She would always work really fucking hard. I thought I thought that was super attractive. But she could fight. Well, probably not. She's too little. But Mexicans just have that in them. They just know how to box. Hands up. Kind of that same little mm-hmm. movement. But uh, yeah. So she was just doing the kickboxing workouts. That's dope. Listen, uh, let's, you know, before we get out of here. I'm trying to think. Do we make any bold statements? You've already said you're coming for the belt next. You already said you want Tank Davis yep. eventually. Yep. That could be a really fun fight. Yep. Um, you got to write me a really fun boxing match. And then, well, we know, don't say fight. Cause Why? Because you think that you'd smoke him if it was. Well, it was the same argument with Connor, Connor Floyd. It's like, hey, let's make sure we're clarifying. Like, there's rules. So we're boxing. There's two, a fight. And it's not even that's not entertainment. That's fucking bullying. We're boxing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you guys are in MMA and you're fighting against Tank, is it just kicking? It doesn't matter. Add add any element in there, and it's over fast. Really? Jiu-jitsu, wrestling, uh, yeah, kicks. You have no concern about getting caught. No, not dude. My one of my most dangerous weapons are my legs, my kicks. Yeah. There's no way he could even hit me if we were kicking. Yeah. Like, well, he just doesn't know. And that's not because he sucks. Yeah. Well, I guess it is because he sucks, but it's not. It's because he doesn't know. Yeah. You know, he's a fucking good boxer and it shows. Yeah. The him versus Ryan Garcia was very impressive. That uh, first round in the clinch, I was like, Garcia's big and he's bullying him. He's gonna, yeah. And fucker sat down on that left hand Oof. and adjusted. He wasn't landing those body shots early on. He started, you know, creeping up a little bit, you know, stepping a little bit more forward. He, he the motherfucker can box yeah he, he could be the face of boxing that dude could you know go down as one of the greatest of all times for sure yeah and you think you have a chance and i do true i mean hey 
I wouldn't I wouldn't be calling it out if I didn't think so. Uh-huh. I, I've had that you know self belief in myself for for a long time, I like and that. a lot of people get very very upset. Boxers especially when I call them out. But that only makes you more money. More money, more. It's just it's a big fucking fight, and imagine I sleep that dude with boxing gloves on. Sugar Ali, baby. Sugar Sean O'Malley, everybody. Thank you for watching.